Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 665. Hopefully you guys have had a great home day. I've had a pretty good day myself. I've got a pleasure to introduce somebody I got to somewhat meet the other day at Mendo and Mitten, uh, Cousin Nikolai. How you doing, my friend? You want to tell us how you're doing and where they can find you? Hello, my friends. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me, the Eagle One Gardener. I am new to seeing my, hi, my name is Cousin Nikolai. I come from old country to help my cousin build YouTube studio in basement. Yes, my friends, it's true. I come because the black market cannabis industry is not so safe in old country. And Cousin bring me to help him do behind scenes content for his video and production company here in southeastern michigan yes my friends it's true and um i'm getting new to the scene i'm newbie grower that's right i'm learning to grow like a pro from help of guys down at my local grow store i have to give plug hydro pros where i'm learning to grow like a pro if you're watching guys big shout out to you of course anyhow i'm so i pick up tips and tricks along the way and um because my cousin has this like youtube studio for his upcoming podcast i have i have to learn how to work it so he let me take over things here and now people are asking me to be like i, I don't know it's like how the all the cool kids say it's like content creator this thing i don't know you do on the gram so i jump on the gram because the covid and, uh, you know, I try to create things. And so that's what I'm doing here. And so you can find me on the Instagram um, as Cousin Nikolai with an underscore in between. And also I'm, I have new YouTube channel. It's Cousin Nikolai. I believe it has underscore as well, but I'm Cousin Nikolai. And I'm like on Facebook, but mostly on the Instagram. And I'm learning to do some content and learning how to grow the cannabis. And because I'm very curious about it and I'm kind of like old school, like nerd. How do you say like, you know, like cannabis weed nerd? I don't know. Anyhow. So and then so along my travels, I like introduce people to the cannabis plant, specifically my neighbor, Miss Cash. Yes, it's true. My friend, she is like 91. Is there like, I'm sorry, am I leaving something up on screen for you? I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to learn. I hope that wasn't up on your screen. It must just be behind mine. I'm behind scenes. You probably don't know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, back to Miss K. So Miss K is like my 91 year old neighbor here at the cousin's house. And she see the first year ago recreational here in Michigan, you know, us brings, bring, bring some plants here. Sorry, I smoked one a little bit too much before I came on. Anyhow, so we had to tell her about it. Do you know what this is, Miss K? This is legalized cannabis. And she's kind of has like a big garden of her own next door. And so she was like enamored by the plant. And so she started asking lots of questions. And I thought to myself, maybe I could get Miss K to grow a plant with me. And that would like be good for like a cannabis show. And that's where I got my idea for this Cousin Equali show. So anyhow, sorry, I'm a bit long winded because I'm nervous, but I will let you take over there for a minute. Um, anyhow, hi guys. Thank you. I'm your Cousin Nikolai, cannabis cousin. I love the long-winded guests, to be honest with you. I, I truly, truly do. 
I love the long-winded guests, and I love the guests that what we call around here kind of uh, squirrel, you know, easily kind of stray from the subject a little bit and take you down a little other rabbit hole, something you may not have, you know, thought to ask or whatever. I, I think the genuineness of the person brings out uh, a great interview. So I enjoy the long-winded guests and, and the people who squirrel. So cheers and welcome, my friend. So, you know, I got to give you some props, you know, I, I after I kind of bumped into you at Mendo in the Michigan or Bendo in the Mitten, rather, uh, I gave you some huge props, uh, you know, the following shows there. Uh, one for just being an outright uh, nice guy, because uh, sometimes when you're in the moment and you're smoking, you don't necessarily take and consider what's going on around you and everything. And my initial bump into you was uh, during uh, Michael Fang's uh, 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 Mendo uh, explanation or history of Mendo, the, the Mendo breath there. And I was sitting there trying to get it down. See, I'm kind of used to doing this aspect of it. So I'm not used to not necessarily getting out there and covering, you know, things in the field, if you will. I'm usually when I go to the events, I'm just there to have fun. But this time around, I kind of went a little bit in a different angle. And at one point I was trying to record and I was, my arms getting tired and I kind of scooted over next to you and fumbled around and set my phone down. And I, you know, I didn't even think the fact that we were recording the same footage, you know, trying to do the same thing. And then at some point you could have went, Hey buddy, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Give me a break here, you know, but you didn't, you were super cool about it. You gave me a little space to set up. You didn't say nothing. In fact, you were really super cool about it. And I can't thank you enough for being really cool. And then after the fact, um, after uh, Mr. Fang posted up uh, both of our, our uh, recordings there, I went over to your channel and watched some of your videos and then, you know, looked at your footage to my footage. And I was like, oh, geez, <laughs> I got to step my game up. <laughs> your footage and everything you had done was so crisp and clear and beautiful and well done. And my, my, I didn't even have, I didn't even have the sense to wipe off my camera lens or anything so you know shout out to you for being a hell of a guy and putting out some quality content because you know that's one thing that i much admire about a lot of these other content creators is the quality of what they're doing and so far everything that i've seen of yours it has been very high quality and well produced so cheers to you my friend for you know starting out on a good foot Wow, uh, my friend, thank you very much for that most excellent endorsement and just, yes, kudos. Thank you. I, if you brought it all back to my memory when you said you're speaking of the Michael Fang and his Mendo Breath um, talk, which was most excellent indeed. I will have to check out your video too. Perhaps you have a different perspective that will 
you know, tickle my fancy, as they say in your country. Anyhow, so yes, um, I now I remember you asking me politely if this was cool, and I'm like so used to like tunnel vision, you know, like I just do it because I kind of like kind of shy sometimes, believe it or not, that I hide behind camera and, um, you know, and I just focus in on what I'm doing and just maybe perhaps I just got the better spot than you do because Cousin Nikolai was a bit of a hobbyist, like racetrack, um, to, you know, amateur photographer back in old country, you know, like the, the, um, in the uh, rally racing and the TT motorcycle, things like that. So I sometimes get elbowed by the pros, you know, with them big lenses, you know, and they try to like knock you in head with lens and that. So I'm, I'm accustomed to throwing things back, mostly just looks, but usually does it anyhow. But yes, thank you for the most excellent kudos. Yes, that was first time out out of the bunker editing bunker in quite some time and the our good guy cannabis cousin the mr fungi 420 on the instagram he reached out to your cousin nikolai and he gave me personal invitation to the i like to give everybody big shout outs they give me hats so i like to use them anyhow yes the big cloud farms here in the it's jones michigan that's right it was jones michigan and it's the west part of the Mitten State, Great Lakes Mitten State. It's like over here, guys. If you look over here, you know, I'm like over here. They're over here. Anyhow, you guys look on map. You'll know what I'm talking about. Um, again, I smoked something again. Um, so, yes, I was there first time getting out, getting kind of my wits about me. And um, it was most excellent. I learned so much there, cousins. It's true. Yes. Um, not only did the Mr. Michael Fang of the Gage Green Group and genetics designer, that's right, give his most excellent talk about the Mendo Brook. I learned so much about that and the, the, the legacy of that genetic that is apparently the backbone um, of so many of the genetics that are going around circulating with all these wacky names. I just can't keep up with the names. It's actually, it's quite frustrating if you ask me. But anyhow, that's another topic when we specifically talk about the cannabis. But going back to the Big Cloud Farms, they're going to have another get together on the 4th of July. Will you be at that one, cousin? Did you not hear me? The uh, just a little bit of a delay there, my friend. Sorry about that. They are having another event there, the second and third. I'm going to have to skip out on that one. But I hope to make the one in August, to be honest with you. I believe there's one later in mid-August. Uh, I hope to catch that one. Yes, yes, that's my understanding. There will be one in August, but I so anyhow, I, I try to get out more, and I will try to circulate more because it was quite much fun, and um, you know, especially meeting different people. And look, I I had no idea what you did, and forgive me, I did not have much time, cousin, to go and do my research and due diligence. I did make some notes. It's mostly chicken scratch 
scribble scrabble guys you know but um and i was going to transfer you know just in case you ask me some specific questions and that but anyhow i did tune in to the episode where you had the mendo mendo dope boys yes yes them yeah they were that the big cloud farms mendo and the mitten and i have to say i hadn't known about them and our one of our other fellow cannabis cousins out here in the mitten state of great lakes in the northern part he is the the dave morgan of morganja farms yes it's true he's up there and he raises the hogs that he feeds his cannabis the you know the trimmings too but anyhow he has been corresponding to me and i see his postings about these mendo dope boys so i i looked into him because i'm trying to keep up with like all the cool kids now that i'm on the gram and i see that they're you know like this hip-hop band that like these raps about you know the cannabis and then i like then i listen to their lyrics a little bit more you know and i, I you know i puff one you know and i get behind the music as they say a little bit more and I really like them. So when they were, when I heard they they were going to be at the Mendo and the Mitten, I got quite excited because not only were they there, but the Dave Morgan of Morganja Farms, and I got to see him and the Mr. Fun Guy, and he gave this talk about the 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 mushroom, the psilocybin, and how they're treating people now with that, right? They're having much success with healing people, not only from the mental issues, but like physical ailments as well. It's good for, I'm hearing for like of the Parkinson's and the Alzheimer's for the elderly and just people with like mood swings and crankiness like your cousin Nikolai. And so anyhow, I had been curious about that because as I told you, I'm curious about cannabis and this seems to be like the next thing for plant-based medicines. And I'm trying to get, ooh, I think I just got shocked. I'm sorry, hold on. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Anyhow, sorry about that. I, it, something got, I don't know what that was, but anyhow. So yeah, I'm trying to get hip to it all guys. Um, and so, yeah, I learned about the microdosing. You guys know about that? <laughs> that's another topic some other time, but it's, that's, that's kind of cool too. I like that. Um, so yeah, anyhow, what the hell was it? What were we saying? Go ahead, cousin, take over for now. I'm getting a bit of a cotton mouth now. Hold on, stand by. Kind of continue down the path of the festival there. Um, yeah, there was a lot of fun things that happened there. You know, that's one of the things that I appreciate about what Michigan's doing, uh, especially uh, Big Clouds. Uh, is because we, I actually, the first taste that we got of like a camping event here in Michigan was up in Luzerne at the Bigfoot event, was the first one that I know of. And that was a couple of years ago. And they, for one reason or another, didn't have it this year. So I was glad that uh, Big Farms there, Big Cloud Farms there took off and grabbed, grabbed the rain and took off with it. Because I love the camping events, man. There's so, it, there, you know, there's so much fun to be had during the day. But when you, at night, after things die down and everybody's ready to, you know, relax a little bit, sit by the fire, it's fucking, that's when the fun happens. And in this case, a little bit of, uh, the microdosing medicine 
fire circle there at the event. It was a uh, super fun to be <laughs> made for a long weekend, but a great time uh, while I was down there nonetheless. So I, I did have a lot of fun while I was hanging out down there. And I, did, I happened to uh, run into the Morgan uh margin wanna i knew i messed that up and met them and as soon as they told me about feeding their their cannabis uh waste i guess if you will the leaves and stuff to their their pigs and and barbecue them i was like oh <laughs> oh i gotta try some of that barbecue and it just one of those things i guess you know i i appreciated them meeting them as well Yes, indeed. He is true, like, OG caregiver, the Morganja Farms, the Dave Morgan of Morganja Farms. That's right. It's okay, cousin. I spell the ganja wrong all the time, and he corrects me. And I bet he laughs when he sees this, because he knows I, I like misspell it all the time with a G instead of a J. But no, he is true, true, like, if you had a representation um, at least here in Michigan, if somebody that has been in, you know, the caregiver scene or just really doing it, and especially in the area that he is in, a, in, in northern Michigan, which is a, quite a bit much more, how do you say, rural, rural, you know, it's remote. And um, like, and so it's harder to, you know, do what you do anywhere because you just have less. Anyhow, so it's not quite like the city down here in the burbs where I am. But so, yes, I find the uh, Dave Morgan, Morganja Farms on the social media outlets. You know, it's not only is it for, you know, like just looking at for like cool cars and hot chicks or hot guys whatever you're into you know it's like you can actually build the relationships that are um, not just make believe they manifest as something nice especially with the cannabis plant because that is what truly brings a lot of us from all walks of life together and um, that's what's so neat about them festivals because you have so many different people from different walks of life coming together for one purpose they plant to either you know even if it, no matter their knowledge base or how much i was with the more dave morgan of morganja farms in fact at his table because i yes he feeds all of his um farm-raised hogs pigs whatever you call them i don't know the oink oinks and he feeds them all his scraps like the male plants he just found some of his male plants just like a week ago he came out and they, you know, they had the beans on them or whatever you say, the little things, the round things, the balls. And so he had to get rid of them and he gave them to the hogs. So they're feeding their endocannabinoid system. And so that's, of course, going to translate into feeding you. So I have seen him on the gram in the Facebook for many, many months now. And I finally get to go to one of these festivals where he is providing such a wonderful service and quality product um, because he's there and there's how many vendors maybe three four I don't know maybe four or five but it's important for all of them to be there and help feed the people because your cousin Nikolai spent the night there and it was so last minute I did not track pack proper cooler and so I had to rely on the vendors 
Anyhow, so I really enjoyed eating there with Dave Morgan. I got sidetracked because when I was there, I was getting to a point, there was somebody brand new that was new to the cannabis and he was, you know, being kind of instructed or just um, shared some knowledge by the Dave Morgan about his organically grown cannabis and his, um, you know, cannabis and fed hogs and um and this dabbing and and just different things and this kid not kid i call everybody kid but he was young adult man and he was curious about the dabbing oh my cameras are turning i have multiple cameras on i was doing some recording and they're turning off on me anyhow sorry guys i get like you say squirrel where where's the squirrel Anyhow, so yes, he take his first dab. It's like on one of my reels. It's like, you know, it's just like impromptu. And I was like, you know, I just said, hey, this is your first like dab. Hey, do you mind if I like record? It would be like cool content, man. And he was like, sure. So I did. And it turned out to be like one of my better reels, cousins. And anyhow, it was nice just to see him take it. And Dave Morgan was helping him and um it was just a neat experience, you know, to see see that. And it kind of reminded me my first time, um, you know, finally smoking the cannabis. And um, anyhow, you know, that's all right. Well, how's that little story for you? Well, that's where we usually start things off. <laughs> that's usually where we get rolling here is when was the first time? When, when either did you see the plant or did you consume the plant? Okay, I will get back to notes because I did watch a little bit of your Michael Fang in the video to prep for this, and but they're a little bit all over the place. Okay, so yes. Okay, so as I say, I come from old country and I have family here in the different parts of the states that are united here in the Detroit, Michigan area and then on the coast of west over there near the sierra nevada mountains and so what excuse me while i throw up in my mouth just wait excuse me <clears throat> um yes um hold on i need to drink water i should turn down microphone so it's not like asmr anyhow okay so yes i would come back um, and visit you know so i was this time you know, I was always, there was not, in fact, I don't think I didn't come across the, I knew about the cannabis from visiting cousins over here as I would grow up. And then, um, and, and then as I got older, I'd come in high school, but I had older, older brother who would come in with us. We would all travel together and visit and he would, I think he was doing it then because he was like six years older than me. And so at this time, like, I just remember, like, I think I, how I go by grade levels and how are you saying here? It was like fourth or fifth grade. And, and big brother told me, Stavosica says, Nikolai, look, you're going out with those guys. They're going to want to smoke that, that grass, that pot. If I catch you smoking that grass or pot before the age of 16, I will beat ass. And if you saw my brother, Stevosica, and you see me, he's quite much bigger bone than I am. So he carried much 
validity with his words. So I stayed away from the cannabis, but I had known about it. I had smelt it coming out of the bedrooms of the older cousins when, you know, our parents would go away. And they, we were there in the Nevada of mountains, Sierra Sierra. So there was gambling. So they would all go out to gamble. And there was like ski resorts, you know, they're a bit, I wouldn't say they were like rich family, but they were certainly more the privileged family especially coming from old country. Anyhow, I'd get to use cousins, hand me down skis and go skiing. But anyhow, so as I grew older, I came back the once one time in the winter time to go skiing. And I was now fast forward. I was like, I believe it, I would think it was like 19. Yes, it was 19. I will date myself. It's 1986. And your cousin Nikolai is 16 years old. That's right. And there's big, big party of cousins, high school friends. So now we were like 16 and like all the girl and all the parties. And I just couldn't wait to get there from old country and have fun. And now I'm 16. So, you know, you know, cousin Nikolai is looking for a little bit of anything fun, you know, like I, big brother will not give ass beating if I, you know, so I'm looking forward to this party and just enjoying whatever, you know, we go motorcycle riding the, the earlier that day and one of the other kids from the school he's got a really cool house like overlooks the lake and the parents are away probably gambling and he has party and so i just remember going there feeling very awkward as usual and um there's like some other awkward kid sitting there too and we were like watching that mtv that was real popular back then back before they turned it into all them silly shows. But um, so yeah, at one point everybody was upstairs and I was thinking to myself, this is really, it's not fun. It's like, you know, I feel left out. And so I think at one point cousin came down and he said, cousin, come on up here. So of course I ran upstairs and they let me into the room and they were playing the music and everybody was in there and um, and they were smoking and they had this big, big bong. It was like one of them big, silly tall ones where you like had to stand on like the bed or a stool to get up on it. Anyhow, they said, let's give cousin Nikolai bong hits. And I like bong hits. What is this thing, this test tube? What is this thing? I thought you had like cigarette thing. And so they're like, no, hey, you know, <laughs> let's make cousin Nikolai smoke bong hits. So apparently they were talking about, and I had no, no knowledge at the time of this, but I will make a reference now. And I'm sure most of you veterans of the cannabis will know, but yeah, they make mention of this County of Humboldt's and that somebody, somebody's brother has is like working with the growers or something and he has the some skunk i don't know number i just remember so they say skunk skunk right true skunk i don't know but um so they pierced the bag because it was like sealed or something special like vacuum seal and i just remember it go poof, just a little bit and then all of a sudden the whole room smelt like these fr i only described like fresh cut the grass but something different anyhow so then they pack it into the bong and i and i'm so excited you know because first off i've been waiting you know wondering about the cannabis 
And at this point, I feel so uncomfortable at the party. I pretty much probably would have done anything, which is not good. But anyhow, so I climb up onto like bed and I get up and I like, you know, get the bong. And, you know, I, I know this now because like bongs are my favorite. And you know how like something that tall, you like, by the time you get the smoke up there, you're out of breath right and then you have to get your breath again and then you have to reclaim this like take this and by that time the smoke is like how you say like um stale stagnant oxidized i don't know it just doesn't have it's sharp right you know i know this now i describe this now because i'm you know seasoned better of the smoking um and so yeah i take the secondary smoke bong whatever and just cough terribly right and they think that's funny and so they pack another one and it proceeds to go on like that three times i just remember after third time i said no more i tap out and um but anyhow so then the fun the real fun begins because um i hadn't smoked before and um looking back on it that was very very high high potent very high quality cannabis because i as they say cannabis um is a hallucinogen at times um a sort of you know the full tunnel vision yeah so yeah so then we leave party because you know whatever it's time to go party's over and so then we have to walk through the woods because we're up there in the mountains of sierras and there's like golf course or something so we make it through the golf courses and we end up at the casino there's like big hotel casino right there you know near the the lake and um so they go we go in there because it's like 12 30 or something close and there's like little there's little game uh um, how do you say arcade yes arcade where you you know put coins in and play video games like whatever they would call them back then and um, so we go in there because that's where all the tourists are. That's what they say anyhow. But anyhow, so we get there. And by this time, your cousin Nikolai has full tunnel vision and everybody is laughing at me. And they're kind of like pushing me in that because they're laughing at the way I'm walking. Because apparently I kept saying, it feels like I'm walking on clouds. And are we walking on clouds? Because I had full tunnel vision and it was dark. And until we got to the casino, you walk in and like the doors open up and it's just like bing 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 like well, hold on i will try to make i have some i don't know it's like i don't know i have some sound effects i was going to try to push but i don't have a proper one um anyhow so like the doors open up and it's full tunnel vision and um all the casino lights and it's like sensory overload and um yeah i'm walking on my tippy toes the whole time that's why it felt like I was walking on clouds. So we make it through to the video game area or to the video game area. And um, and of course, your cousin Nikolai doesn't have proper coinage with him. So I'm not able to play video games. My cousins give me a few quarters, but pretty much after that, I'm on my own and, and they're carrying on. And again, I feel left out. So I wandered off. That's right. I wandered off into the main part of the casino and and of course we are underage and that is frowned upon and um, I again had the tunnel vision 
And I was just going with the bells and whistles that I saw or heard, I believe. But I just remember at one point, I felt like roller coaster ride, right? Topsy turvy. And uh, decided to sit down right there. And uh, luckily, there was a nice big planter with one of them trees with the palms of leaves. And um, yeah, so I think I may have went to sleep. I don't know. But at one point, somebody was tapping me on shoulder. And the tapping then turned into straight up grabbing me by my collar. And it was security. And they started to ask me questions. And then I had a little bit of PTSD from old country. And then I get that look on my face, which isn't good. And um, so they um, took me into the room with all the cameras and started to grill me questions. And I didn't want to say a word. Like I basically didn't want them to hear my accent. I thought I would be in big trouble. And so they asked me my name and I should have made up one of your names like Matt. But of course, I said Nikolai, and that was it. They said, who, who are, you know, anyhow, so I pretty much had to tell them that I was there with my cousins, and give some names and that everybody was down in the video game room. And that we were not staying at a hotel that we were, I guess, from locals. So at that point, they rounded everybody out and no big deal. They kicked us out, right? But everybody was now pissed off. It's your cousin Nikolai. But I feel like as though they were all responsible for it anyways. So that is my first experience with the cannabis. We go back, we make it home. I just, I don't really much remember much after that. We had this long walk home in dark and they were pissed off. And like usual, I just trudge ahead because they're not used to hiking like your cousin Nikolai back then. And um, I, we make it home, I go to sleep. And that's it, I wake up, nice sunny day, go skiing, okay. That was it, wow. I brought by to believe that was a flashback. I love it, I love it. It's a great, great uh, first story there. Uh, Chad was definitely digging it as well. Uh, yeah, people, uh, multiple accounts saying how much they love to meet good people like yourself here on the show. So, <laughs> so oh, where did it go from there? Was you a fan right off the bat or did you take a so, break? I mean, where did cannabis go from there? So I, yes, I, so I go back to, to old country you know, after spending a week or two here. And then I, that's it. It's not much come across. We drink. That's what we do. We drink. We smoke cigarettes and fight. Anyhow, but um, just kidding. I'm, but that's usually what happens when you're drinking, um, you know, it, and then the car rides. But anyhow, so yes, I get to, I, but I, I'm always curious about the cannabis because um, the older cousin that was my brother, Devil Seats's age, th they were involved with the cannabis industry. And so when we would come back again, 
the next year there would be some more of that around and i got a hold of that summer one of the high times magazines um from back then and i don't believe i believe it would it would have been i believe the jack herrera was on the cover or some i just remember coming across the jack herrera after that the advocate and shortly after in college times because i i get that high times magazine and i i anytime i find that magazine and then of course the playboys and you know i would try to get and take back with me but anyhow fast forward to the college days so that's when it, things turned around for your cousin Nikolai because the family sponsored me and i was able to come for the college in the central coast of california's and stay with the cousin in in there and go to the junior college there to get my feet wet as grandmama would say and see how things go so but at that time is when all the fun started of course and um there was that a lot of cannabis a lot of I believe the Marlboro cigarettes, a lot of the, what kind of beer were you like Michelob dry? I believe, I think that was like the cool thing to be drinking. And then I did not like that too much. I, anyhow, so the, going back to cannabis, I just remember a lot of fights at the parties. And, um, and then one of the roommates was, you know, he was, he had the hookup. So every month he would go to other, he must go to one of those other counties and he would come back with it, right? And you would have to make order, lickety split, because it would be gone within three to five days out of the, you know, the little apartment areas that we lived in. But anyhow, so yes, I would, I'd get what I could get. And I usually could only afford maybe, um, I guess today be like what an eighth, you know, usually an eighth. And you'd be really lucky if it was green and smelled good. But a lot of the times I just remember them laughing because you would unpack and it looked like they had smuggled it in a driveline shaft or a wheel or something. And, you know, back then all that compacted stuff. But I don't know, smoke got you did the trick as they say but uh so there was like i wasn't say connoisseur or anything you just get what you get but um i started to smoke that more than i drank and i found that that was much better when you wanted to talk to the girls because then i could actually you know if i wasn't too too stoned but um anyhow i wouldn't be uh i liked it better than drinking so I um, had another friend that had, um, the, I don't, it's like this nude, it saw it in High Times Magazine. It was this device, maybe you guys remember. It was, um, it had little lights. It was like a little mini aquarium. You could grow like one plant. Oh, geez, I remember photo something. Anyhow, it was like miniature, I bet you some. Photo tribe. Yeah, right? Is that it? That sounds about right, cousin. That's right. Yeah, one of those. So he had one of those. But, and I just remember I said, when's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? And he was telling me, nah, man, it takes like three years. 
And um, I, so three years, I mean, three months, three months, three years, three months. And um, so anyhow, it, when he did get it and it was done, it was such small, small little buds, but he never tried again. So, but that was the first time I saw anybody grow the plant, like actually see the plant I, outside of a, before it was in bag, right? Okay, so then that that was that um that was fun. that was fun time. Oh yes, but I have a good story. I, yeah, I wrote some notes down so I would have things to talk about, and um, because I like I well I don't like to I just do I ramble on and sometimes like you say like squirrel I'll go in different directions. So my scribble scrabble here try to keep it on topic for your listeners um yeah so yeah so i told so, you go ahead jump in please everybody everybody's loving this so far by the way again i, I told you that earlier what, so you, back to the phototron yeah. i think the the uh the first time that i met somebody that was actually growing in one of those were the like first person that made me or tried to make me be more of a connoisseur because I was like there, right there with you. Like when more, more, when's it done? And they're like, no, man, slow down. <laughs> that was the shit you could only buy by grams. I can't, would only sell it by the gram. And if you tried to like buy too much of it, he, uh, he would always get nervous. Like, like, you know what I mean? He couldn't replace it or, you know what I mean? It was, Oh man, slow down. Yeah, so I can definitely relate to your story. Yes, when you only have little bits, you do not want to part with it, especially. But yes, the the growing, I had no appreciate. I mean, I did not understand no appreciation um, for the process, and um, but I certainly did like to smoke it. Um, but certainly, as the more I smoked it, the more I, I would come across different types and then you hear different names about the Thai stick. Um, I, I think I was hearing that back in the magazine, you know, pretty much from the time I smoked it. And the more I, as I got older and evolved in it, I would hear all the different lingo and some of the different strains of the time. And, you know, the, and then of course, from the Cheech and Chong movies, the you know the acapulco gold um but um anyhow but um so yeah, yeah that's why i kind of like the to get off topic but yes that's why i like the land races or the old school strains like the jack hairs and um the hazes now it's like all these fruit fruity fruity names different names i can't keep up i need to do research but anyhow let's go back to college i have this list i must check off i have a bit of the ocd and so yes yeah, so i told you i visited when i was 16 the hotel casino tunnel vision okay so uh, oh yes also yes i forgot oh this go back to 16 let's go back let's rewind rewind it We'll go back because I had other story because I have other cousins here in the city of motors, right? In the mitten state of the Great Lakes. That's right. I would come back and visit those cousins as well. So your cousin Nikolai had very broad uh, 
uh, eye-openers or perspectives from the west coast and i guess the here in the getting ready near the east coast midwest what did you say here but it's quite a bit different here in the city of motors than it is up there in the mountains of sierras and um so your cousin nikolai um it was into the smoking you know that one that one winter and then came back the previous summer and spent the summer with the cousins here in the detroit area and i do mean detroit the proper area old school neighborhoods where all the family lived you know um and it was such good times back then because they would have big block parties you did not have all this this angst i mean there was problems but there wasn't and i don't know it just wasn't the same it just seemed like such good good times i your cousin nikolai come from remote areas and visit up in the mountain no cities but to come to the city and everybody's doing stuff down there by the river and the ball games and my cousins here are hooked up you know it was just so much fun the 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 queen of dairies you know to go get what do you call the south sauce serve you know the ice cream and but anyhow i reminisce um so yeah so one night we're going to party and of course i don't really like to drink too much i will but it's like it's so hard to get but you have to drink so much because they buy cheap beer i prefer to steal grandma's vodka and then but that you can't fill up with water she catches on so anyhow um so yeah so i encourage one of the cousin's friends that is questionable in his behaviors and um i i um enlist him to how you say score some of the um and i was trying to do it all sly to him like so i didn't like out myself and i was like like hey man like um uh, you so you like partying right you're drinking and uh, you ever uh like, you ever smoke any can you smoke and before i could say he was what well you want a cigarette uh, it was like no um like one of them funny ones you know like wacky tobacco oh reefer and uh he knew what was up and he was like oh hey and it was like he was gonna tell i was like no 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 don't tell everybody shh because shh. i want you know i didn't want to get I didn't know who'd be cool if I smoke and get paranoid. It'd be really problem. Um, but so anyhow, this guy he score, he get it for me, and then we go to this party, right? And it's it, so by the time I don't know, I go to the party and I'm like, like, where's where's this guy? Like, well, you know, we don't have phones, none of that shit, right? You know, it's like waiting. It's like sun smoke signals. I don't know. Listen for sound of exhaust coming down the street, then you know he's nearby. Um, and so finally show up and it's like wrapped in, I uh, know what it was at that point. It must've been like that like cigarette wrap package and they have it all still, you don't even know what you get. Trying to get it open and I'm at this party, right? And I was like, so did he give you papers? Do you have papers? And no. So I, I remember from like, one of cousin's friends, they make like a um, pipe out of tin can, you know, smash, make, poke holes, right? And um, anyhow, so I get beer can, I go into the, it's like big process, because then I got to go ask for, what do you want to drink now for, cousin? I, I think I'm thirsty, I just need beer, right? So I get the 
can I go into the bathroom? I dump it out, right? And rinsing it out. And like people are knocking on the door. What's taking so long? I'm like, hold on, I've got accident. Um, and then so I'm like making the tin can, right? I'm getting ready. So so by this time they're pounding. So I have to leave. I have to get the, the, whatever I'm poking it with. I'll put it away and I like leave the bathroom and like waiting, you know. And then I um uh yeah, so then I sneak back into the bathroom. Is that my beard? I keep oh, you're gonna have all this terrible audio. I keep going up to it. Give you some ASMR. I don't hear it. Oh, maybe it's um, I, Zoom cancels out a lot of that bullshit. To be well, honest with you, that's good because it's going to be the kids that like the ASMR. It's like scratching on a record. Anyhow, so <laughs> what the what was I saying? I forget now. Um, it was funny. He was telling uh, about smoking out oh, of a the can. can. The, yes, the pipe can. Yes, the pipe can. That's right. Um, yeah, so I sneak back into bathroom, right? This must it's like third time I sneak in. So the second time I get the can out, right? I get the get the stuff out, and pick out all the seeds. It's terrible. It's like, is it even is it even grass? You know, it is because I see the the seeds. That's the only reason I knew it was it was so brown, right? So how do kids say these days? Swag, 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 swag. I don't know. Crap. And um, so, swag. yeah, that's his swag. Yes, yeah, swag. I thought I was onto it. Um, so, so yes, I, so I, so third time I go back because I don't know where to go. I can't go outside. Then, like, where do you go? I don't know. It's like in the city, somebody else's. There's like real small. The houses are small. The neighborhoods are real back. There's always somebody's dog, right? It's like I'm trying not to bring attention to myself. The house feels, smells like cigarettes, anyways. Fuck it. So I, go and i so i do it man i'm 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 so excited right (laughs) so i do it it's so harsh right i fill up the can and and they're knocking on the door and i get so nervous that i i fucking cough and then i can't stop coughing because it's so harsh and then and and so because i was trying to like hold it in in the blowout window turn on fan and then like you know, make stinky in my pants and like spray air freshener or something, right? And um, no, so so the so at this point, somebody unlocked the door. You know how you can just get into them, no problem with somebody smart. And one of the tough guys, um, he got in, and um, of course they smell it, or actually they see me with the can, and before they could smell the cannabis, they think I'm smoking crack cocaine or something. One of the girls is like, your cousin's smoking crack. I was like, no, it's not, it's, 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 it's weed. No, it's weed. And at that point they're like, what the, f-? you know, like my cousin's like pissed that I'm now smoking weed in these people's houses because not too many people smoked apparently, right? They're drinkers. But so, yeah that was pretty much it and um oh no that wasn't it <laughs> that's right I, good thing i put on the list do we have more time do we oh that's right your show goes to like 4 20 in the morning crazy anyhow so <laughs> <laughs> i so yeah so of course everybody's mad at me and at that point i was like you guys buzzkill i must leave and um 
they said, you can't leave. You don't know where you're at. And um, I didn't care. I left. And they were right. I didn't know where I was at. I thought I was only like three blocks from Cousin's house. But apparently, it was three blocks after you drove like three miles into the other section of city past the cemetery and the other main drag. So everything looked same to me and the street name was the same, but it was like, like I said, maybe not three miles, but it seemed like it when I started walking and I was going the wrong direction anyways, when they were coming to look for me. And um, it was quite late. Uh, well, it was beginning to get late because it was dark, of course, and but there were some street lights on and I happened by um, some fellows that were playing basketball in one of the parks there late. And um, I must have um, caught their attention. I don't know why, um, but um, they proceeded to ask me questions. And one of them was quite aggressive, um, but I explained to them that I'm cousin Nikolai. I come from the old country and I'm visiting one of my cousins and um, they kicked me out of party because I um, was smoking weed. And um, suddenly the aggressive guy was no longer aggressive and they invited me to play basketball. It's true, my friends. So we went over to the park bench they happened to have some papers. I gave them the rest of this bit of swag that they rolled up, and then we all partook. It was such most excellent time. And then, and then that's right about time when we were just ready to go play basketball that my cousin and all his friends showed up and um, were quite upset. They had been looking for me for quite some time and that I had wandered off. And so again, I had to leave and everybody was mad at me. So that was my second experience with the cannabis, like it's around the 16, 17 years old age. Okay, so yeah, okay. I'll take break for a minute and quench my palate. You, you tell a good story, my friend. You tell a good story. Oh, hold on. Thank you, my friend. You know, I, I, you know, I can't. I have yet to smack this down somewhere, but I'm going to be honored to smack this down somewhere. <laughs> looky, looky, looky! How did you get that? Did I, I hand you that? I, I, you may have. You may have. But I'm so happy you have it. Stoked to get it. I'm oh, happy I got it. To be honest. Look at I'm that. a huge sticker fan or slap fan. So, All right. I'm honored, brother. <laughs> Cheers. That's right. If you had the original version where I was pre-puberty, -pu -pu Cousin Nikolai, before I grew out this most excellent beard, I you could get these, you, if you, you could, I, maybe the mugs are still on my website, swag page. I have maybe not changed the design on the mugs. I believe there is only... Hold on, stand by. I, I will let you in on a little secret. Do you guys want to see my studio? Do you? Do you? Do you sure. think your guests yes. want to see behind scenes with Cousin Nikolai? Absolutely. 
Let's see this. Absolutely. Hold on. This would be a good time. Perhaps let's go to, let's see, camera three. Here you go. This is behind scenes with your cousin, Nikolai. Hi. Very jealous. Oh, you like yeah. this? You like my, like, like my cousin's is studio? This is, I helped him build quality. this, guys. Yeah, that's right. We even have other camera. I will show you. Maybe I'll make sure. Do we have the top down? Hold on. Let me go back to one while I sort things out and do the test. I must make sure the things are going. Oh, yes. So, yes, I can go back to the camera three, which is truly my top down camera. So I can do my product reviews. I can showcase some things. Oh, oh I can knock things down. That didn't fall. All right. Um, any, we forgot to start to show officially with the clapboard. I even wrote your name, Eagle Gardens, talking shit with Eagle, causing Nikolai 62222. <laughs> oh, I must go back to camera one. Sorry, that's what happens when you do the switcher. Forgot that we forgot to do switcher, cousin, or the clapboard. Let's go, action. We're actually doing the show now. We can go, we can go live now, cousin. Just kidding. But anyhow, so I give you back behind scenes. I'll tell you a little bit about the studio now that I'm into that. Oh, that's camera. That's top down camera. Let's go back to camera two. That's behind scenes. Then over here, if camera three is still working, I hope it is. Nope. Oh, so nope. So I have other GoPro that shows tight shot of this little tent that I have over here, guys. This is where I'm doing some of my beginning growing with some of the companies that have um, started to sponsor my little newbie grow show. And um, that's right. I'm, like I said in the beginning, I'm learning to grow like a pro. And, and in fact, let me go back to the main microphone. You can hear me there. I'll take down the podcast. You can hear the sounds a little bit different now, but I'm going to get up here and I'm going to, yeah. I have to stretch for a minute. I feel like I have ants and pants. I'm going to try to turn on <laughs> right the GoPro over here, guys. Let's see. Let's go. Hold on. Stand by. That's there awesome. we go, guys. There you go. This is my little. That's my that's review. my Sunday scenario right there. <laughs> Your Sunday scenario? I missed that, cousin. Say again. My someday scenario. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hopefully someday you, you have will, it set up friend. like that. I'm jealous. You will. You will. When the day comes, I will help you, my friend. I will help you. Um, yes, it's been a long time in making for my cousin. This is, oh, we'll switch camera. So let's go. I, I must be running out of batteries. Um, we'll go back to one. Let's go back to one. One of my cameras is dying. Let me switch. So, yeah, that was the studio, guys. Um, and so I do some, uh, I'm just starting to get into it like growing and getting these different companies that you know like the trunching nutrient meters and ph pins it's pretty much anything that i find that's like professional that i'll use that it's recommended to me i'll reach out to a company and see if they have affiliate program and then i have this website i can show you my website real quick if you like to <laughs> somebody said it blue kiss says that's the kgb view <laughs> likey i like you uh, that's right so if we were to go to how do we do this i don't know how to work all this yet so i have to i'll put you down here i'll do that oh where did you oh man i will try this try this where did it go oh here it is guys stand by so we have that and then we can go to Let's see if it works. 
It worked. Looky, looky, looky. Okay, so that's my new website, guys. Um, and that's so I've got like supplies and different things. So anyhow, so that's what I'm doing there. Let me go back to camera one because you don't want to see my website this whole time. We go back to camera one. There we are. Okay, it's good. All right. Yeah. So wait, I have to hold on. Stand by. I must fix one other thing here on the screen because I'm getting confused. There we go. Okay. I have teleprompter. I can look right into camera and see picture of you cousin um anyhow so yeah this is my little cousin's youtube studio that he's getting ready to launch his cannabis evangelist uh podcast where he will be um uh, bringing on people that have stories of the healing plant it's true my friends what is his tagline it's let me read it oh it's yes yeah, spreading the truth of the healing plant through education and testimonials of the healed can i get an amen Anyhow, so yes, that's his little brand that he's been working on, and he has spent uh, uh, some time building this out, and he wanted me to help him, and I do behind-scenes content for him, and um, some of his cannabis clients asked me to do some um, content behind scenes, and so I have to learn how to work all this to help him with his podcast, so this is just like test run, but I'm really not allowed to show you what it, the set really looks like without the green screen, so stay tuned for his podcast or maybe if maybe if i get big big sponsor and monetize he will see the validity in what i'm doing and allow me to have like full access privilege in his little fancy studio here anyhow that's what i tell him is like you don't have to be so like you know everything anyhow he i think he thinks i'm a bit silly whatever no no and I will Any give you that amen. I will give you that amen. Because <laughs> there is a lot of power of healing in this plant, to be honest with you. You know, I've said it for a long time, a very long time, that, you know, the cannabis plant or the cannabis as itself is a powerful medicine. There's a lot of things that can be derived from it and, and be great, great medicine. But I think the most powerful power, part of cannabis as a medicine is the cultivation side, to be honest with you. You know, that there's a huge healing power in growing the plant that not only there's just something about it. It kind of heals the soul. And as you know, you learn more and more about the plant organics, you tend to more learn more and more about yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of a, a parallel journey and uh, a very powerful one. And if it's your medicine at the end of that, uh, there's something very strong about just, you know, when you're in that time of need and you're sick or, you know, handicapped or whatever, and you can't one of the most crippling things about an illness or an injury is just having to, to the realization of saying i can't you know what i mean that is i i when i raise my kids that's that in my opinion it's one of the ugliest things you can say you know what i mean i can't i can't that's, that's so untrue you, you can do anything you just don't want to or you don't want to learn to or you don't want to put the effort into it but to say i can in most cases of 100 wrong and when you're in that that 
situation and you're used to being able to provide for yourself and you're in a situation where you have to reflect and really say, well, I can't. But if you can, you know, produce a medicine that is already working for you and you do it yourself, now you have an I can. And I can, just saying it kind of just puts a chill, you know, uh, uplifting feeling as you say it. So there's something very, very powerful about the cultivation side. It's true, my friend. Absolutely. The what you speak of the the healing properties of growing the plant are just the the peacefulness of it. It's, it's what many people describe when they speak of gardening, right? They a lot of people like to garden. The Miskay, for example, is next door, and it is true. A body in state of perpetual motion is a body that will will sustain itself it will keep up with it will try to keep up with what you're trying to do right just like it will do what you put into it right it will give you back that and so if you leave it how you say sedentary life where you sit around all the time then those things take their toll on your body as well so yes the miss k going back to that i this is a this is testament to her youthfulness and the longevity of her life because I believe she is now 91 years old. I have um, been coming back to Cousin's house here for past 15 years and have lived here now three years straight. And I have watched this woman who took care of her husband, who uh, was stroke victim. And so she took care of him cooking and cleaning all the way until the time he passed most of her most of, <laughs> until just probably seven, eight, nine, I don't know, years ago. But anyhow, she goes, she's out. My point, she's out from um, the time she gets up, has breakfast. She's in her garden. She has two lots. And they, we have quite big lots here in this area. We are here in Michigan. And um, and she takes care of them because she has many of the perennials. Um, and there's lots of weeds. She's She tackles it section by section. And in fact, I have been recording her for the past couple of years here and there for my content that I am slowly releasing. I don't know. I have a vault of content. But I was just filming her yesterday because she called your cousin Nikolai in state of distress just this past weekend because her rider motor had stopped working. She had high centered on the rock and it busted the, uh, the blade or something. And last year she high centered on the rock. I had to go get floor jack and jack up and help her. And so she, she's so cute. She calls me and you can tell she's upset and she's hi neighbor. And, um, I ask what's wrong and she tell me I go over there. But anyhow, why am I saying all this? Oh, that's right. So, oh, that's right. Because she's taking care of the, the yard so well, always, right? And she's so upset that she can't finish cutting her grass because the storms are coming, right? And she has a routine. It's my point is this is her routine. It's like, and um, so she wants to go, I take her to a neighbor that fixes the motor he works uh, you know has truck she knows where to go so i take her there but that's when i asked her if she wanted to grow another cannabis plant with me this year 
because last year she thought it was too much work because we, she did so many videos me first year during COVID lockdowns when I was just starting to learn how to grow. Um, and I haven't released those. You may have, you would have to go back to my YouTube channel and find the first four videos. I think I stopped posting after the fourth video when I gave her her plant that year and we named it Tatiana and she grew it. And, but there was quite a bit, it was quite a bit of work because every time we did something, I would film the content and I was trying to be real cool with all these different cameras. And because my cousin was like gone up on all these, you know, when COVID, um, when they came with the unlockings of the COVID, he went back to production for the big automotive companies. And so he was gone. And so I got a hold of all the GoPros and the different cameras. And I was like trying to be like full-time filmmaker. I like took these YouTube core. Anyways, I rambled again. Anyhow, so I believe I turned Miss K off to the whole process of it. And um, and um, anyhow, so this year I, I when I, cause I kind of had the upper hand because I was helping her and give her a ride. And I said, hey, I haven't, did you see my babies? I brought out the babies. And she was asking me and got all excited. And I said, and I have one for you too. And she said, oh, I don't think so. And I was like, why? And she's like, it's a lot of work. I have a lot to do around. I was like, it's no work. It's no trouble at all for me, Miss K, to bring it right over. It's a little five gallon in the air bottom bag that I've now got pseudo sponsorship. And they said, give me a good deal on the air bottom bags. If you guys know about the air, sorry, cousin, I will have to give plug, shameless plug. The air bottom bags, You, if do you know about the air bottom bags yourself? If you don't, please go out to the gram, check out their page. They're like, you know, the the air pots, the smart pots, the fabric pots, but it's different type material that lost law allows for more, how do you say the 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 the, uh, the root uh, the, when you know the uh, what did they call it when the root exposes and the plant aerates the root aeration? Uh, I don't know. Anyhow, the air pruning. That's air it. Prune. Air pruning. See, I know. I'm learning to grow like a pro, guys, just like you guys. Anyhow, so. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, Miss K, yeah, the air bottom bag. I have a nice little one. I got two, just one for me and one for her. And I'm. we're going to name them together, and we're going to grow tandemly. Just one plant. Like, I believe they are the same genetics, too. If I did not screw it up, I'm a little bit lost of track right now because I've tried to take on too much with starting my first indoor grow a little late. And it was so late, it gets getting hot in basement. So I said, well, I'm not going to continue the indoor grow intense and fight the, uh, how you say, VPD, the variable pressure deficits, right? And uh, so I take them outside. I harden them a bit, you know, for a week. Oops, oops, okay, show's over. I got to go, just kidding. Just kidding, oh, I'll take this down now too. All right. That's right. That was like visual element piece for you. I don't know. Cousin left it there. I didn't want to touch it. Now he's going to know I was down here recording with you and ask me questions and make sure that I was using the green screen. Okay. So be a stepbrothers incident, is it? Yeah. Yes. You see the movie stepbrothers where I have he seen knows the, like, the drumsticks. Right. Yes. That's <laughs> like, I, I love the Pharaoh of Wills, Will Ferrell. Yes. I love no, I love that I that movie, and I must have watched old school like a hundred times. 
it's like favorite um anyhow yeah these stepbrothers yes that's funny that yes totally like yes that's pretty much me and my, we're same age and um anyhow we're pretty much like the same but different anyhow so i said that again um what was i doing was so did i let me check my checklist but but, but we told the 60 oh college story if i remember right we were you were telling me about the the neighbor and her uh oh, yeah. new pot there yeah so miss k is huh? gonna get the air bottom bag pot okay yeah and we're gonna grow cannabis um oh we're going back to circle let's circle it back let's let's reel it back in I, it's the squirrel's gone now and i'm here um you were saying how it was therapeutic to grow and I, and I made a reference to the gardening and Miss K being so youthful because that what she does every day. And, um, and, and that's part of her routine and that keeps her in a perpetual state of motion and active. Um, and, and so when you start to grow something more specifically like roses, I use that as a reference for like the mainstream because I am trying to really in my circle of network here amongst family and some of the friends of the family that I now circulate with. And now that my beard has grown out so much and sometimes I have shirts that say like cannabis references that I feel, oops, I feel as though that I need to try to help break the stigmas, especially in my personal circles and the way I feel when I know the naysayers are frowning upon me. And rather than give them those old looks of past, I choose to find some inner peace that I have gained through, as you said, growing the plant. It's right, as you take on growing something specifically and you learn about it again about roses there's specific ways to grow the best roses you can't just put it in the ground you can and you will get a rose but you won't get the optimal rose or the show winning or you know and that's the same with cannabis right we know a lot of i'm speaking for the people in at least on my um what i'm trying to do with my content is speak to the newbies like me that are curious about cannabis and then hopefully um, have useful information for the veterans too, just because I like a, uh, I like the techie stuff and I try to find latest, greatest stuff. And I always ask questions of people that are smarter or more involved than me. So, but yes, growing back, going back to growing the plant, it is quite therapeutic and, um, Yes, today I was quite honestly, here's a good example. I, um, am I still sweaty? Uh, I was going to change. I was going to freshen up. Trust me, if you're here, you would like me to freshen up um, because I had busy day. I've been creating reel after reel for my cannabis cousin, the real greenhouse guru. If you're watching cousin, big shout out to you out there on the coast of West. Um, I just helped him do some content for the building these greenhouses here in Michigan. It was quite cool to see. And it was 
that's what I like because I'm curious about cannabis and the more people I meet like you cousin like um I now I remember you sitting there with the Berg 313 and the Roach at the table right you were sitting there in that little hut I saw you and, and you give me the nod you saw me I was like squirrel going back and forth like I'm doing now but anyhow let's go back to what we were just saying so uh, I was getting lost again but yeah so the growing the plant and learning all that it's yes oh today I was quite busy, hustle bustle. I, in fact, I, I can't stay till four in the morning because I have to, well, it's like snack time for me at like midnight, I usually have milk and cookies. And, um, and then I have editing and I try to jam out my editing before two in the morning and, and go to bed. And then I wake up quite early and I do some hashtagging and, you know, write the comment and then I post. Um, so I was really trying to stay on the schedule because I'm trying to really smash it, as the greenhouse guru says, and go get it, go cousin, let's go. And um, so I'm going and um, going, 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 going. And um, I so I was all stressed out due to trying to turn this all on again, right? And my cousin was upstairs and I'm trying to kind of like be quiet about it because if I fumble through it, then he starts coming down and asking questions. But he's like, hey, what are you doing down there? I was like, I'm just checking everything, making sure like the batteries are all on. And it's like been a minute since we've been here, cousin, just in case you get one of your busy Zoom calls and you need to like make big wheel and deal. And so so he leave me alone. Um, and and so, yeah, I get things set up and I'm all stressed out because it wasn't working. It was, you remember, I gave you an email. I couldn't log in on this new laptop and there's different logins. And I didn't want to ask cousin. And um, so, yeah, so then I, I, I like actually typed it all out, what you sent me, the ID, and it didn't work. So then I panicked and I get it, I get really worked up. Yeah, I just got some traumas from the past, the childhood, you know, so, and, and you know, nothing like, nothing real serious, but, you know, trigger points that make you say bad words or um, want not to do it. Why did I want to do this? Anyhow, so so I have to go out and check the plants, right? I have to go out because it's been hot. And you got to check in the morning. You have to check at night, right? Because if you don't, like I did yesterday, I came out and one of the girls, Miss Kay's in particular, because she's in such small pot, dried out real quick. And she was, you know, she wasn't praying anymore. She was sad. So, yeah, so I was rushing around to do the watering today and um, I came back in and I was quite stressed. That's what I say. I was quite stressed out until I went and did the watering and I was there, you know, and I had to wait for the water buckets to fill up and I slow water and I checked the plants for the aphids and the therps and the different creepy crawlies. Um, so by the time I'm done doing that, which is half hour, 40 minutes, um, I'm no longer thinking about why I was so stressed out. I can still smell myself, so I know I don't have time for shower. But um, anyhow, so yes, therapeutic indeed, my friend. And that's what I'm trying to do is, is anybody that is curious about cannabis, I will share my stories. I will, sometimes I'll bring a plant with me. Last summer I was riding the bike around and I put one of the babies on the back. I kind of sacrificed her because she got a bit wind whipped and that, but I thought it was important to take 
her downtown and I would just if people would be like is is that weed or is that a pot plant and I I would say yes do you want to do you know about cannabis and I even have hold on oh looky 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 I even have these little informational little things that talk about cannabis it's like you know do top, do you guys want to see top down camera again oh wait I think it turned off let me get it prepped before I try this I might as well try the studio. It gives me good practice. And then maybe it makes it interesting. See, oh, wait, let me go. It's, it's working, guys. You ready? You guys want to see it? Of course you do. There it is. We do. We do. And they have been dropping the link to your channel in oh, the chat. You? So hopefully they do. Uh, and it is in the description. Hopefully they do follow along with your journeys and your uploads. Yeah. Thank you. I hope I, I hope you if yeah, that'd be very nice. Um, I think I'm doing something unique. I try to do something different. I try not anyhow, I'm just I'm really into this. I didn't know it would be a thing, this content creation. I mean, I heard about people doing things on YouTube, but it was just a way for me to mostly um um, branch out indicate and learn about cannabis but where is do you where else can you find imp i mean the internet of course the google searches but like it's you see so many different growers on instagram i see you have some tents behind you and then you get to see some of those commercial growers with their big warehouses and some of them are better than others or just you know some of them are big and small it's just and if you're into the cannabis like me i i now after all these years i really them into it and it became legal here and so now there's so much information around and different people trying different things so yeah i'm doing the top down camera for too long let me just talk about this so yes the cannabis 101 the dosi medical marijuana the can cannabinoids and terpenes so yes these are like little charts i find them like on amazon or something that maybe i have descriptions but it talks about the minor cannabinoids the major cannabinoids the terpenes different things so yes i carry these around in my little backpack and i try to have serious conversations about the cannabis with whoever wants to talk to me and listen so that's one thing um so yeah that's it uh, I think I ended that enough for that conversation. We were talking about the healing plant and therapy and, and stuff. So yeah, that's what my cousin's trying to do on his podcast is he, he's met um, an, um, a retired nurse from on the social medias and, um, and uh, she, she had an x-ray um, from having her back fused and the x-ray is quite horrifying indeed um so she had her back few so you know they have to um make quite large incision in your back and then in your front too to go in both ways and put in the mechanics so it's it's quite hard for me to look at x-rays like that but so i i i i see these posting in my cousin so i start to follow her too and her journey and apparently um she was born with uh yeah, how do you say, congenital scoliosis and um and later in life um pretty much had to retire from nursing because her back was finally so bad uh, she went through school with the braces you know to straight is terrible coming you know with the the full halo and diff 
like you could imagine, you know, her story, it brings tear to eye. And um, so, cause I talked to her about this because um, she would be good. She's going to be good guest for a podcast um, because she discovered the CBD. She, so for 15 years after the surgery, she addicted to the opiates, right? The pain pills, right? And um, she um, discovered the CBD because she has service dogs, big Dobermans to help her, aided her in her walking or stuff. And um, one of them had the, uh, one of the growths of cancer on the snout and she do her research, right? Even in, she's telling me she look up in Cornell University and the Dr. Raphael. Karam, McCollum, the, the Israeli doctor, you know, the, he's the grandfather of the cannabis research in Israel, I believe. I've been studying up on him. So she do and find these studies and it, it makes sense to her. She trusted enough to, to give the CBD a try on the pet of hers. And, and like many stories you may have heard, the growth comes off and the dog continues its life and passes away not you know maybe year after of old age um so at that point she is so addicted to the opiates that they are no longer working right they aren't working at the level that they used to and and, and she's suffering the side effects of that and she knows better from being a nurse so she finds this product of CBD. I will not make mention of names, so I'm trying not to be blatant about that sort of like plugging stuff. But um, she finds a specific brand that's high quality. The specific being that it's high quality CBD ratio, like the concentration levels of the cannabinoids in there are... Um, of anyhow, stronger strength, right? It's pure, more pure. It's... Uh, higher content um, percentage wise, I believe is what she says. So she takes it. And so long story short, she gets her uh, self off the opiates and she is managing her pain with, and these are very high doses of CBD, um, you know, the expensive bottles that are um, strong milligrams. Um, but she tells your cousin, Nikolai, you know how I know it works, Nikolai? Because my pain is in, in my bones and she shows x-ray and these screws are in her vertebrae and um it's no doubt um that she's a testimonial and um and now later in life through the cbd and learning about it now she has begun to occasionally um smoke it i believe she likes to try the, the uh um, sometimes the THC edibles, but mostly CBD. And now, now, as you probably know, that there is now uh, new products coming with four to one CBG to CBD ratios. And they're finding out that the CBG cannabinoid molecule is actually the precursor to all of um, them and, and, and much great benefits as well. And she has um, shared some of these products that she is now networking with and having story after story of people discovering um, the products that she is uh, sharing with people along with her story. And um, they're quite um, amazing. And there are many of these stories that I'm sure your listeners have heard of, you know, the Charlotte of the Charlotte's Web CBD, that story, the, uh, uh, there's all sorts of them. Um, but we, we, we can see that the plant helps 
of the Parkinson's and that we cannot make claims that it heals, right? Because um, it's, I'm starting to find out you have to be careful what you say on these, these recordings, cousins, because you can't make claims because nothing is FDA approved but these vaccines. But anyhow, it's okay for pharma, but not for the plants. So I will just leave it with that bit of uh, facetious sarcasm. Um, but yeah, so plant-based medicine um, and my butt hurts, so I have to stand up. Anyhow, yes, I don't know. What do we want to segue? I have some other notes. We can segue into something else. I don't know. It's one fifteen. What else? What else do you? I have more, but it's. I think it was. It would take us back too far. Well, oh, it's up to you. You know, I feel like I told you. I got all night. You're the one. You you're the one, my friend. That's got a schedule. I'm on schedule. <laughs> so far, so far, I'm on schedule, my friend. But it's up to you. I mean, I, there's a lot of things I could take you down the roads of. First and foremost, uh, I'd like to give you a shout out for always supporting uh, Tommy there at the Detroit Nutrients Company there. Great dude right there. You know, I've had him on the show as well. And uh, his water only organics, good shit. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you, you know, supporting him supporting the community in a lot of ways you do but my question for you my friend is that earlier on you commented about a younger Nikolai with his his beard not so mature there and I couldn't help but wonder I, I've got this theory on awesome beards like yourselves there and I think it, it deals with organics it seems like every every person that I, I run across that have that nice big full beard there is deep into organics at one point or another i actually asked that at the guy i was getting a key made at the auto place the other day and i keep he, sitting there and i'm like i checked out he's sitting there he's got a big full beard like that i'm like I'm willing to bet you're an organics guy huh he's he, he, you know it's funny it's i didn't say anything about marijuana or anything and he was like yeah i don't i don't smoke and i'm like you're an organics guy <laughs> you mean you, so, so you mean like organics like he like vegan or like eating raw fruits and vegetables no, just like, the or growing or well that could have a part of it just interested in organics you know or eating organics but organic somewhere down the line, it seems like the, the people that have a common thread of some type of interest in the organics seem to be able to have that big bushy beard to where I see other people with the beard that isn't quite as full that, you know, just seem to be more soul guys. I, I think, sorry. No, no, yeah, I, I, I understand what you're alluding to is that the maybe it's the hippie, you know, the hippie reference, you know, the um, that that's not quite my thing. Um, I never thought I could grow such a magnificent beard, and I was never allowed to because I was most of my life with mate, and um, they would never allow your cousin Nikolai to get full, so I never knew I could grow such a thick and robust 
full beard. And I make reference to the, oh, that's what I was going to show you when I started getting all silly, is I make reference to, uh, if I had the second camera on, I could do tight down. But this, when Cousin Nikolai come from old country just a few years ago, I did not have this magnificent beard. No, I I was I was I was doing I was doing business in the commercial sector, and I look quite different, my friend. I um I wore a suit. Um, anyhow, with the money changers, as they say, and um, and so you know the COVID lockdowns and it, the kind of the reason you know I I'll open up to you guys, you know, because your cousin Nikolai, you know, I should let you know I'm. I'm a bit of a lover and a fighter, you know, I'm, um, you know, I have uh, multi-ethnicities -eth in um, um, uh, my uh, heritage here from different cultures. And um, so I have a little bit of this strong, you know, the, the Russian, Ukrainian, Serbian, the Slavic side of your cousin Nikolai is very stern and strong and disciplined, but the um, the great aunts and the grandmothers um, on the other side of the family, uh, the grandmother on the other side of the family here was Greek. So they are quite accustomed to um, a lot of loving and a lot of harmony in the family. So um, I'm a bit of a romantic and um, I'll admit to you guys, my heart was broken back in old country and that was part of the reason I came here. So when I did come, I vowed that I would not shave beard until I have mates again. So that's what you get. Um, and yeah, I call it pre-puberty -pu pre cousin Nikolai, wherever that cup went. This is pre-puberty pre cousin Nikolai before he grew out this beard. Anyhow, it's like joke, try to make funny talk. All right, so yeah, there you have it. But yeah, my heart is broken. I'm just just getting to the point where I can laugh at myself and tell you because I know any of us, um, yeah, most people understand. It's, yeah, I, this is my description. As much time as you put into relationship is as much time as it takes to get over. And I am nearing the end of that, of both uh, that cycles. So anyhow, uh, I digress. So, what else would you like to know about your cousin? Nikolai? Well, I'm grateful that uh, your palms aren't as hairy as your beard. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good thing. It's never mind. I won't go there. Stop. Good thing I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, brother. Just kidding. Uh, but yes, <laughs> the rosy palm, right? <laughs> So, uh, but, <laughs> I mean, you said when, when you come here and started growing, I mean, I guess the better question would be, at what point did cannabis become uh, medical for you? I mean, at one point, I think we all start out recreationally and think there's something there. But at one point, I think it does kind of click that it is a medicine. When was that point for you? Um, probably in my mid twenties, by, col by college, when I left college, go back to work, I was 
everyday cannabis user. I'm in California. I was with the cool kids trying to learn to surf. And so it's lifestyle out there, guys, right? It's a bit different. It's quite, it's the westernmost part of civilization. It really is. It's like, that's where everybody, it's like that, I don't know, one of them Red Hot Chili Pepper songs or something. I don't know. It's like, that's where everybody converges upon. But so it's very free, right? And different. So yeah, I was experiencing the culture and that's like, can't, that's just normal. That's like, you know, if you're out at the beach or just parties, it's like cannabis. It's, it's, it's the, it's the other drugs that people hide, right? It's the, I don't want to get into that. It's whatever. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I, so basically I became reliant on and In fact, reliant in the sense of, um, enjoying it for the relaxation purposes of you know like instead of like you know wanting to go out and party or you know and it's you you know at that age it's usually always about doing something and it seemed to always to revolve around drinking um but the cannabis was just so mellow and then you could do it anywhere anytime and you know just one puff a, a tune-up as i like to say a little tune-up and you know, and it's, you could be discreet about it. Um, that's why I always liked pipes or bongs. I never really liked the, the joints. It's always, you know, stop and roll and then the, the too much smoke, the excess smoke, and then it's on your fingers and you can't get rid of it. It's a bust. You're like a grandmama would, or auntie rather, the aunties here. If I was, you know, that's a bust anyhow so i get real accustomed to having pipes and anyhow i have topic for that too um so i so yes college oh this is yeah well college is where i really truly started to become connoisseur and i will that's good because that will segue right into this on the checklist so yes in college i have um a cannabis cousin friend a friend i call everybody is my cannabis cousin if you smoke if you're into the cannabis you're my cousin i'm your cousin nikolai the cannabis cousin so i have a friend her name i will make mention first name because if she listens to this i want her to get big chuckle and know it was her but uh, my cannabis cousin jill if you're ever listening and watching remember that one time when we went up to the frisco of san Fran's. And then we um, we went up to the legendary uh, head shop, and specifically because we were going to get new bong for your cousin Nikolai. Because um, I, I this was like pre glass. I had like them like plastic acrylic ones, right? And they were never really that good when tried to clean. Anyhow, so I was you know trying to get hip to it all because I think like getting older now and. So we're going to get a bong. I don't know if you know about it. You're from Michigan, so you wouldn't. But I'm sure there are some, perhaps you have some listeners. You, I saw you had the Mendo Dope Boy, so I know you have some OGs from the coasts of West out there and probably some, um, some folks that have the gray and the hair and the beard or maybe down there in their pants as well. Um, and they um, know of the legendary pipe dreams on the hate ashbury you guys know familiar with those two streets the hate ashbury district of course you are 
Well, if you aren't, you should Google it because that's legendary, right, my friends? It's where it all was happening. It's all happening right there, my friends. Anyhow, so, you know, I read the High Times magazine. Now I'm a little bit older, taking you through the life of Cousin Nikolai. And um, so Jill, she knows of the legendary Haight-Ashbury and the pipe dreams. And I know of the Haight-Ashbury and I need a pipe. And so she drives me in her little Audi car and we drive up there through the coast, right? It's really, and you're smoking, such most excellent time. And Jill, she's not too bad on the eyes. So your cousin Nicola is quite smitten. And then so and we're driving and we make it to the Frisco San Franz and um, we go to the park of gates that's golden. And, um, and we do smoke down session and um, somebody wanders around um, and they were whispering uh, things like doses, shrooms, Romulan. And I was like, what is he saying? What? What? What is he saying? And so, yeah, this guy, he was like backpack kid and he like had some goodies. And so, I don't know, with his strength, I could be mixing it up. It's been so long. I might screw it up you know how strains are specific to certain times but i don't know he had something wacky that i had not familiar familiar with it was some sort of space cadet name i don't know but i got it and we smoked it and remember the tippy toes story well it kind of felt like that but not quite as extreme but it was heavy so it was good giggles so i got into the giggles and so we made our way which we walked, it's not too far from this, this park that I make mention of, and to the Haight-Ashbury, it's several blocks. So we have most excellent walk, people watching and talking. And um, I, oh yeah, so we get to the pipe dreams um, and I'm picking out the bong and the gal behind the counter that's working there that barely paid me any attention when I was asking too many questions, I don't know. Um, she, uh, she look up from her magazine and she goes, cool pants. And um, I happen to be into um, like skateboarding and stuff, you know? And I had some, just some wacky pants on, like I, I believe they could have been pajamas that I was just wearing as pants. They had some sort of, I don't know, pattern or character, I don't remember, but she liked them. And um, and I at that time, this is what I'm getting into on the checklist. You guys, this is bring it back. Are you guys familiar with the protopipe? Protopipe, it's a little brass pipe and they come off, it has chamber, you could put your stuff in and then you, you, it's got poker, it's all brass, solid brass, right? And you take the poker and you can poke the, like the holes where the screen is. And if you push all the way through, little resin trap comes out and then you can use that same little container that holds the bud because it's like a cylinder and you can carve out your resin and reconstitute your resin when you're out of smoke which I did quite often. But so this pipe was like, I was enamored by it, guys. It's like, you guys should look it up in Google if you're like into pipes, like your cousin Nikolai and getting hip to it all with these legendary glass blowers like the Bob Snobgrass and the uh, Jerome Bakers of out there of the West back in the day um, who really paved the way like the 
the Chong of Tommies. Um, anyhow, so, um, so yes, the prototype, a uh, protopipe uh, was much more than a prototype. It was the protopipe. And um, so I was looking at it. It was like a lot of money. It was more, more than I spent on the space cadet weed that we bought. Um, but the girl goes, I will give you that pipe for those pants. And I thought, really? And I looked at Jill and good thing suitcase was in the car. So we went down back down the car, lickety split. And I traded my pants for a prototype. And I had that prototype for the longest time. In fact, when I was thinking about coming on your show, my friend, I started to reminisce about all these stories. And I got a little teary-eyed about the prototype because I don't know what happened to it. And this is like one of those pieces that um, it's like a pocket knife, right? It, to me, that was like, it was such cool. The whole experience was so cool. And, and you know, this like legendary place and I'm, you know, I'm me, newbie. And um, anyhow, so that was cool. So we left San Francisco. Let me move down the list before I start to cry about my prototype. Um, in fact, maybe that gives me ideas. I know that business is back in business. You got a lot of people reminiscing about the prototype in chat, by the way. I just wanted to throw that out. Hold on. Let's get down to business. What do we want? We want... All right. Excellent. Okay. Hope you guys like that. Um, yes. The awesome. I did, so those guys are vintage. Those boys and girls, those guys and girls are vintage like your cousin Nikolai, no doubt. It's like 80s thing. But apparently the prototype, because now that cannabis is legal, thank God the two brothers, I watched documentary on the prototype. In fact, I'm hoping to get out there to the real greenhouse guru and the T3 greenhouse supplies, hopefully bring me out to do some most excellent content out there in the counties of Humboldt's and coast of Oregon, whatever they're doing out there. But I would like to pay visit to the shop of uh, the prototype and tell him my story. And I would like to somehow procure the original prototype because they have made new one. And I think it is much better, but I don't really want that. I want my original one. And I'd be like so happy if they had one with the little dent in it, right? Where mine had that little dent. Uh, that's fine. Okay, so moving on, we, um, yeah, so the story from San Francisco, the prototype carries the story on down to the Los Angeles Hollywood area that same weekend. That's right, my friends. I believe we were there on a Friday afternoon, and we probably, I think we just turned around and drove straight down to Los Angeles from there. And because we had a friend that was, um, this might date me, this friend in Dancer, she was girl, right? She was in, I believe she was in Dancer for that show that was popular back in time. He's Living Color or something. He's the, um, the uh, those brothers, the, um, the Wayans, right? It's like they have show. He's like where Jim Carrey came from and all that, right? This girl, she was like hip hop dancer. And um, anyhow, like, so we go to like this, club in like Hollywood where they're all going after the show it's like and and it's like this is uh, now like 1989 90 89 
I don't know, but so, I, the, I think it's in the show. The show was in living color, and I believe you're, you're talking about one of the fly girls, right? Yes, she was a fly girl, and uh, we go to <laughs> right fly girls, right? She was one of them, and um, this girl jill knew because they were like into acting school at some point they like going you know how all them cool kids in hollywood i don't know i just know jill through other friending um but anyhow so she take me down to meet all the cool kids and um sure enough this like we meet like this rapper tone loke uh, he was there and this other guy ice t was there and then like these other these other guys from the jungle brothers were there these like they called themselves zulu nation or something and like some of them had some of these girlfriends that were dancers and i don't know one of them was this you guys would know now is i didn't know at the time but it was that the lopez jennifer she was like there too and um it was like so anyhow so it was crazy i felt out of place as always um very underdressed as usual and uh, but i don't know they like me so i get to hang out with jill and her cool friends and uh, make small talk whatever but that but that's not where i was going with that it was just part of it i um i was just excited to be down there in the hollywood it's crazy times um but we leave real late and this is where the story this is the point of this where it gets kind of good i guess um well maybe not good um well we were driving home quite late and I, she's telling me about like who we just met right like do you know who that was no who was that and um right and um we're smoking right and we're at a we're at a traffic light like on one of them areas like so we're out of the main Hollywood busy area, but we're now like business day. I don't know, but it looks like ghost town, but with fancy buildings. And we're like, like kind of off to the side, like a parking spot, but, but at the light, right? And we're tuning up in the prototype. Yes, right? And um, then out of the shadows, man, like this dude just jumps on the hood of the car. And like he, He's got this long hair and it's like greasy and I don't know if it's windy. I don't know. Maybe I'm high, but it is like slow motion and his hair is moving around like and he's like on the car and he looks in distress and he is he's as white as a sheet. And he has very red lips. That's all I remember and dark eyes. And I I was like, what? And Jill looks at me and says, fucking vampire, and throws it in the reverse, fucking peels off. The guy falls down on the ground. She slams it in drive and goes, and I don't know, but I did hear a da-da. And I'm not saying she ran him over because I don't. I think it was just his arm or something. But I believe she was right. It was vampire. One of them like Lost Boys or something from that movie. I don't know. It's fucking weird, though. That's true. So she called them Hollywood vampires. I don't know. So I never went back to Hollywood. Just kidding. I did. But um, that was that story with the protopipe. So I thought that would be for good shits and giggles to tell you guys about. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much. So, yeah, to you got everybody to... in chat cracking up. <laughs> oh, OK, good. I like you like you like you then. Excellent. All right. More. Everybody has more than once said they've had fun tonight. I just want to 
I'll oh, uh, pass that along. Hey, hey everyone's enjoying this episode for sure. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, my friends. I appreciate all of you for uh, um, getting your cousin Nikolai. It's um, anyhow, I um, when I smoke, I, I feel like I'm um, the lost boy from Peter Pan. I see. I watched uh, when I was growing up, you know, in old country. Um, the Walt Disney was quite popular, of course, if you could get somebody that had one of them big satellites that would let you see stuff like that. But when I did discover the Peter Pan, a young boy, right? The cartoon, the original animation, um, I believed I was Peter Pan. And, um, and I have been looking for my Tinkerbell for quite some time now. It's true, my friends. I'm a lost boy and um, I live vicariously through cannabis. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Just kidding. Um, anyhow, so you, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm uh, really stoned. Maybe I will take a break here. My ass hurts because I forgot to get cushion for the stool. I've been telling cousin we need to get cushion for the stool. And he says we're on spending threes since the war started back. So yes, uh, what yeah, else stretch. in my go ahead. Go ahead, stretch. Oh, you can take a puff oh. there, my friend. Jeez. Yes, let me let me go back to above microphone so you guys can hear me. Oh yeah. All right. All right. What are you guys smoking on tonight? What do you let me get my right. hold on. What are you smoking on, cousin? Well, it just so happens. I it, it almost be it almost seems just so happens that it was almost like a plan. You know what I mean? But I am smoking the Morgana, the day slayer there. <laughs> it's what I happen to be puffing on. It's very uh, yes, my friend. It's like a a potpourri of bouquets of terpenes. No doubt. This is organic grown. And let me let me correct you with his name. Morganja. Morganja. He, yes. I am terrible. You know, you would think that I'm the one from the old country as bad as I mess up a lot of names, to be right. honest with you. <laughs> but it's all right. I must I must give proper plug because this is my cannabis cousin. This guy, uh, Dave Morgan, has been uh, been uh, checking me out for quite some time he's been making sure i uh he he polices me in a good way uh, he's been informing me about the caregivers and the organics and um and you know kind of who's who's who on the scene you know i'm learning about the the corporate giants that are coming in and squeezing out the people i'm i'm learning about this i really thought it was such a great thing the legal is well they're legalization here recreationally right and it would be like kid and candy store and so many different options but now that i'm more involved with the community and some of the people that have been activists here especially in michigan for quite some time you if you're in the cannabis scene you come across these people's names and you see what they're doing and they have been um fighting battles for many many years before a lot of us um became aware of uh you know or whatever 
you know become aware of more of what's going on but yeah it's, it's so if you're a lover of the plant and just out of respect for those people because i'm newbie coming on scene and i certainly want to pay homage to the real advocates um you know the jack herrers the dennis perones um the 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 um here i go grain farts you know uh who do we have here we have the john sinclairs um who else we have uh rick thompson you know we have the jamie lowell we have the bird 313 we have the people that are speaking about the issues at hand we have uh, uh rick anstis you know mr fun guy 420 he's a big part of the big cloud farms um these are these are the people that are really speaking up for the plant. And um, I just make mention of them because um, I like what I'm trying to do in the cannabis space. And I think what I can do is bring some kind of my humor or just my funniness from being newbie and I'm not shy to make fun of myself, but I want to be serious too and take the opportunity when I do have serious discussions with people to have enough understanding and knowledge of the plant to share this information. So with that being said, if you're enjoying the plant recreationally, it's because of the other people who did things illegally and fought for us so we could have this legally. So Miss K's are the people that don't, um, have access to it can gain access and I, it would be really nice to have the community support the dispensaries or the caregivers or the growers that are trying to be legal that are trying to do the right thing and um and, and give back you know to the community and this is a conversation that i had on the medical mondays is like where are this where are the okay dispensaries where 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 are the good cannabis brands who are the good ones that i mean because not a lot of them were caregivers that have now went legal right so we want to support them that's what the idea was is that if they are business savvy enough to position themselves and get the finances in order to play the game of jump through bureaucracy hoops, then we must we must recognize those people and support them. And so that is what Dave Morgan of Morganja Farms has taught me about true caregivers. And so when I see Dave Morgan of Morganja Farms, I I support him. I go there and I I pay what I would have paid normally. You know, back in the day, there are no like there's no reason to go to your you know, like it's, I, I'm sorry, I'm rambling on, but like, I, it's worth it. Whatever he asks for his, his, um, you know, it, it, I, I'm sorry, I get, sometimes feel like I get uh, too involved in a topic that I may not know enough about. And um, that's where I should no. stop with my opinion. But I'm just saying, you know, support the good ones, find the good ones. And yes, it's your responsibility to know, um, the politics of the plant too so when it comes time to vote that you're aware of the issues because they're trying to change things all you have to do is look at california washington oregon and colorado and the price of the cannabis um 
it's it's all changing it's just a matter of time before big corporate giants come out come in more and more right when when will it stop when will it be in walmart and being sold just like alcohol you know um I don't know. See, I ramble too much. I'm way ahead of the game. But the, my point is, is just stay re responsible with the planet. It's not just smoking and forgetting, right? You you have a responsibility to share the message, whether it's healing or just turning someone on to it properly. It's, I guess, it's you know, we all have to do our part. I don't mean to lecture. I'm sorry. Anyways, I do need to smoke bowl now. Maybe I should. Yes, it's time for the day slay. Please I have smoke been... bowl. Huh? I said, please smoke that bowl, my friend. You've been so kind. You watched me smoke what three or four joints. Yeah, right. You more than deserve. Yeah, I'll right. Puff. Okay, but I on. can tell you, I, I, I greatly, greatly appreciate what you're saying, though, about supporting the caregivers and the passion of supporting your friends and all that. Uh one hundred percent. And I greatly appreciate you, yourself, and your cousin for wanting to tell these stories. You know, even though we may be working on a same similar goal, you know what I'm saying? I, I in no way think we can cover it all. You know what I mean? There's so many amazing people and stories out there. I greatly appreciate you hitting the road and trying to meet these people and tell the stories because it's important. It's hugely important. You know what I mean? We talk about the medical side of cannabis and we see recreational quickly steamrolling in and sucking the heart, trying to suck the heart right out of the cannabis community. And I think it's moreover super important these stories get told so people realize it isn't just recreational. There's more to cannabis than going out to a record, you know, a provisioning center and picking up, you know, some recreational cannabis. It is there's there's medicine behind it. There's a culture behind it. There's great people that brought it to this point, like you say, and you know, I appreciate it. You know, I think you know when I started this, people asked me, "You, you gonna do this every night?" I'm like, "Yeah." You know, are you sure? I said, I don't think I'm going to run out of people to talk to. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I appreciate you, you, people like yourselves, getting out there and reaching places I can't reach. You know what I mean? Because there's fucking, there is so many amazing stories. And I, moreover, I want to thank you for coming on and being an amazing guest. Because, you know what I mean? This is the perfect example right here of what you're going to go you know what i mean i didn't meet you i've never met you before other than the random bumping at mendo in michigan so this is a perfect example of the awesome people that you've run into for happen chance you know what i mean you never know where roads are going to cross so you know what i mean you're a perfect example of amazing people that you're going to run into when we go out to these events so shout out to you for, you know, coming on and, you know, shining a, a, a light on who you're going to run into at these events, my friend. You know what I mean? Awesome person. I greatly enjoyed this uh, so far, my friend. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. Thank you for saying that. Um, yes. Well, if if I'm sure the, the listeners that are listening are true, as we say, stoners. And, and they know from experience that 
it, especially when it was illegal, when you found a cannabis cousin that smoked with you, whether you're on vacation, maybe on job, or just you smell it at a concert, and you, you give that person the look, the nod, whatever. They see it in your eye, and they offer it, and then all of a sudden conversation strikes up. And that person could have been from anywhere, any color, any race, all of that, right? Um, and it was always a unique thing when you would come across that your cousin, your cannabis cousins out there. And a lot of the, that's all you needed was, that's all the world needs is one, one common thing to bring us together for a moment to, you know, to not think about anything but what we're there for. And usually when you don't have it and you want it, that's what you're thinking about. And there's a goal, right? You need to find it and procure it. And the person that has it is like-minded like yourself. And, and as you know, when you do smoke it, it's quite a different feeling than when you uh, drink alcohol. And I use alcohol as the main reference. It's the only drug out there that you have to make excuses for why you don't drink. When you say, when someone offers you drink, you're like, no, why, why is that? What? Like, like you have problem with drinking? Yes, actually, I, you know, not like it was habitual problem, but how many children would be much more <laughs> at ease in their life and better off with a parent that came home too stoned or too high, as they say, than too drunk, right? I, I, I don't want to, you know, make a big, broad, you know, a stigma reference to all alcohol, but more times than not, the denies and destruction from that, that drug um, that is so prevalent in our societies is the biggest problem of all i would say that's the gateway drug um but so yes uh the healing plant i don't know i thought there was a point somewhere there but yes i i almost feel i think i just i think back on just the fun i had with both the cannabis and alcohol and um i don't have too many stories other than maybe that vampire story that end end bad with cannabis there are many, many other stories. Most of the tragedies or problems or troubles that I had out in the streets or the wilds of the world, my friends, was when I was drinking the alcohol with other people. As you know, you could have 12 people sitting in a room and you give them the alcohol, probably three or four of them will be at fisticuffs at some point. Uh, but if you were the cannabis there, I think everybody would be, maybe some people introvert, be quiet, but I believe some people would be making up some silly, silly fun stuff, coming up with some creative ideas and different kinds of conversations, maybe doing some fun jokes. Maybe, uh, maybe there is a lampshade involved, but you won't have any throw up or fist fights or a hangover afterwards. Anyhow, you get what I'm trying to say. So let me let me switch yeah so, so let me switch gears and take it back into my adult life with cannabis as i um started to um 
get older and, and learn more about it and try to procure it more, I would come across better people that were able to fi- have growers or hookups with better cannabis. And that's when I started to learn about the different strains. And I believe that's when I found out finally, probably in my late 20s, the difference between indicas and sativas. And I always wondered why sometimes I would get a bag that smelled very good and looked very good. But the high that I got from it wasn't that stoned high, whereas like an indica, you know, in the couch, like, you know, like most people, at least when I was coming up, you were smoking it to get stone loaded, right? With your friends or something at the parties and you wanted to feel it, right? And so the sativas, I would would always continue. I'd feel like it was Bud Light. I would smoke it and it was like, I think I'm high, but I'm not like really stoned. I never wanted to sit down. No wonder I could never go to sleep at night. And my mind would be racing. I should have got up and cleaned the house. But that's when I, you know, later in life, I now, you know, the indicas and sativa. So during the days, I'm smoking sativa dominant type strains. And then in the evening, like when it's time, then I get down into a heavier, more indica-based, like the Day Slayer from Morganja Farms, of course. And, and um, anyhow, so yeah, so now I am like a bit of a strain hunter now that it has come on scene. And now that your cousin Nikolai is kind of like getting hip to it all now, I'll fast forward us all the way past uh, the troubles of my adult life and divorce and beautiful kids and now I have grand grand grandchildren here and we're enjoying ourselves and they are they are like well they're quite young but I have my granddaughter and some you could go back past Instagram reels and you'd have to dig kind of deep but I last summer had her in the garden with me and we did a live stream and had lunch and the plants and so she, the mama would let her come over to grandpapa's house and, and, and walk in the cannabis garden. And she was a little bit apprehensive because of the stigmas. And I'm trying to explain to her, I'm not trying to smoke cannabis with my granddaughter. I'm just simply watering plants. And at this point, they're not even flowering. So uh, how is there anything wrong with this? It's like tomato for all. If they didn't recognize leaf, it could be tomato plant for all she knows. But I just tell her, do you want to learn? Do you want to water the plants? And I tell her it's about cannabis. And, and um, my goal is, is to teach her about this. Um, it's a good bonding experience. I'm rambling quite a bit. I, was, I didn't mean to get into that. But um, so anyhow, yeah, I'm doing the outdoor growing with the grandkids. I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, I'm bringing you up to speed to the mainstream time and what I like about cannabis now that I'm getting hip to it all is that I'm learning more and more as I'm growing and teaching my granddaughters right and uh, meeting new people like yourself Eagle and then of course you had on the legendary Michael Fang if you're watching cousin big shout out to you and cousin Amy hi hi guys and um (laughs) um their new favorite friends, because if you and you guys should, you should go to Eagle's uh, channel and check out the Mendo and the Mitten. And then when you're done with his, you should go to my channel and check out the Michael Fang talk on the Mendo breath. 
which if you don't know, I will make mention again, is the backbone to a lot of the genetics, especially here in Michigan, from what Michael has told us. Um, and that many, many people have these genetics in play and don't even know it in some of the more popular brands that have come on scene. And I will not make mention of names because I don't know enough to talk, but Michael has clued me in a little bit more about how this whole legacy of the genetics has come about and how some players have gained access to these genetics without leaving proper, how you say, homage to the original people that uh, created these strains. And if you don't know about the genetics and strains, your newbie like your cousin Nicole, I'd be sure to tune into my channel because I will make a little announcement. The Michael Fang will be coming on to show uh, a bit more often and he has um, blessed your cousin Nikolai with a pseudo apprenticeship with his genetics to be like a personal apprentice of his and learn how to grow his lovely cultivars the Michael Fang way. That's right, my friends, crystals and everything. Double rainbow, as I like to tell Michael, it's going to be double rainbows. So yes, my friend, it's true, super top secret. Shh, don't tell anybody. But anyhow, yeah, he, I'm, so I'm a newbie indoor tent grower. I have, I've been sponsored by the AC Infinity brand of tents. They see one of my reels and they see that I purchased a lot of the products and then they reach out to me and ask me if they, I wanted to be like, um, I don't know, like affiliate, whatever, content creator, special deal. And I say, sure. So they send me some more products. I, I've been slowly putting them into play um, and then getting my room ready. So when Michael comes and then I have another sponsor, I have to get plug cousin. Um, you know, I'm not just like superhero with these like that's oh no tommy's a friend of the channel go right. ahead and plug shit out tommy right, right. okay so okay <laughs> cannabis cause in detroit tommy of detroit nutrient company great lakes water only if you don't know about them check it out it is a true no-till living soil uh utilizing um all sorts of great things here from the mitten state of the great lakes and uh the canadian region the peat mosses and all this sorts of stuff just look at the bag it will tell you um but anyhow i have to pay much homage to cousin tommy because cousin tommy was one of the very first people at the hydro pros in utica michigan that allowed me to come in during the just after covid lockdowns and i walked in real shy and asked if i could do some filming content with my uh, cousin duke who's my miniature dachshund family dog and um, I tried to, you know, to do these content with Miss K and they let me come in there. And um, so that was one of the first people I met was Detroit Tommy. And I said, hi, cousin, I'm cousin Nikolai. And I showed him a couple things. And I guess he liked it like some of you are liking right now. And um, I asked him, I'm looking for people to sponsor. What's the soil all about? Because I'm, I, I did my own pseudo super soil the first year. I did it all by myself, pseudo super soil, I called it. It wasn't really a super soil, but it was pretty close. And um, so I tell Tommy about this and he says, well, you sh should try mine. And I said, well, okay. And so he gave me most excellent sponsorship. Okay, so that's what I did. And this year, same thing. And I get most excellent shirt and I get new hat. So I, I don't have many clothes that are cool. 
like all the cool kids have all these like brands and logos so it matches i like it what do you think like superstar i i like it i you know again i appreciate you you know support some great people in the community you know hey he is a, a pretty great dude you know he had i've had him on the show I, it was a fun fun episode sent me some mushroom bags hooked me right up didn't even blink an eye same kind of shit you know that's the way that dude was his man same thing i inquired about some soil i got to you know what i mean that's kind of you know so i don't mind you she should give him a shout out awesome dude 100 percent. but what well, i want to i want to pull you back a little bit because you see me maybe in high rates when you were talking about uh being a Jedi of Mr. Fang there. <laughs> uh, you mentioned crystals. So that that sparks my interest because that is something it man, you'd be probably be surprised and probably really like a lot of past guests and content. You know what I mean? So at one point we 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 were uh we brought in the witches. We brought in the witches, the green witches. I don't know and who you're speaking of. You'll have to clue me in. I so totally basically like herbal witches, you know what I mean? Uh, people that are more want a homeopathic and you know what I mean? Uh, there's there's a, a proper term that I'm When you say here, witches, is it with a brand? Them, are you talking about a brand like they call themselves the green witches or are you using a like sarcastic term? like uh, labeling no 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 there is uh uh i forget what the whole it's been so long and i smoked so much weed it's okay, um, take your time. so there was a, a a small crew there uh miss chicha b uh amberlana uh miss madam t they're again uh kind of in the cana community doing their own thing once a week talking about crystals and you know homeopathic medicines and you know a little bit of everything okay. and with them kind of the channel and people hung out here i'd already kind of had and i have a thing for stones in stones crystals when they kind of came with them came more of an interest in crystals and we talked started talking about adding crystals with the soil and at one point we had i had jake from midnight root on who i think is a super interesting cat as well and uh we were talking on crystals and uh well, he was talking about how he was working with the plant and, you know, putting the the pickups on the plant and be able to make music and whatnot with it. And so, and we got talking about crystals. I'm like, Jake, you, you know, you got one probably right there. Why don't you put it at the base of that plant? And no shit, you know, you can go back and watch the episode. <laughs> well, first of all, as the plant sitting there, you can tell, you know, as the more we were talking about it, the more active the plant got. Not really. And we woke it. We took it right out of the night cycle. You know what I mean? So it was sleeping. And as we talked about it, it seemed to wake up a little bit. Then he grabbed that crystal, dropped it at the base of that crystal, at the base of that plant. That thing went, woke right up, woke right up. And even more so as we talked about it, that plant started going crazy and stuff. 
So we've talked about a little bit around here about crystals in the soil, you know, crystals around your plant affects, you know, the energy they put off. So that's why I kind of, you know, I was like, ah, ah, another one. They fit in well around here. <laughs> they fit in well. I knew it was a good meet. <laughs> You're on to something. Somebody, you crystal, you crystal, uh, Yes, you crystal folks, the crystal worshipers. Um, yes, you're onto something because um, I I won't make too much. I'll give my opinion. I will leave that to the episode with the Michael Fang to get into more of the crystal because I have one of Michael's crystals that he bestowed upon me with the genetics. He gave me a little gift. So this is a good plug for that episode because I know... I know there's a lot of people that watch the show that are interested in the subject. So if you could take them, you know, a little further and give them some information, heck yeah. Okay, good well, episode for them. All right, guys, well, you're getting sneak peek and that's what cousin Nikolai likes to do. If you are new to your cousin Nikolai, be sure to tune into my Instagram show where I bring you sneak peeks inside the, uh, cannabis industry. Um, on both sides and um and uh the, the the people i meet in my uh quirky wacky way and um so yes i have most excellent uh i think i clocked it out at one hour and 14 minutes with the michael fang himself today all about this i won't give you too much of the details until infrastructure just is more tell me if you could maybe Give them, you know, remind them where they could find it. Yes. Maybe give them a little hint on when they could see it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give Perhaps. you all the teasers I can. I'm just not going to give you all the details. I'm teasing you right now as we speak. What is that in the background? Is my life? What's going on? Oh, it's the monitor. I get, see, I don't like that. You guys probably don't even see that. Anyhow, see the uh, squirrel. There's a squirrel. Anyhow, yes, the Michael Fang has bestowed upon me. I met him out at his spring eye gathering. I have to, let's do this properly since we've got time. Wow, it's two o'clock. I don't believe I will be getting my reel done in time. You guys don't expect my reel to be launched at eight in the morning. Oh boy. Anyhow, Sorry. so uh, yeah, so the Michael Fang, I meet him at the third eye spring gathering, which was a very special, exclusive gathering that Michael and um, his mate, the Miss Amy, uh, put on, um, bringing his world-class genetics uh, to uh, the folks of the Metro Detroit area at this most excellent um, um, place where a lot of the artist community here in the city of Motors, Detroit, um, reside. They are glass blowers. In fact, the Michigan Glass Blowing Project Company has um, loft there and they put on glasses and your cousin Nikolai is trying to infiltrate that inner circle. Um, but it's anyhow, um, that's another topic. And um, so yes, the Michael Fang have this private party and I find out about it. I did not even know about the Fang. Uh, yes, I, I hope my cannabis cousin, and please, this is a um, big shout out to another um, um, one of our can cannabis cousins that's worth a mention and a follow, um, Eagle, is um, Dreaming of Cannabis is his page. What an excellent name, Dreaming of Cannabis. Check him out on the gram. And um, he, uh, 
he finds your cause. Oh, no. So I'm also sponsored by uh, another company, Cutting Edge Solutions, and you growers tested formulas to, um, so I will be doing organics in the no-till living soil with the fang in one area with some um, products that I have acquired, the Autopot system in particular, I am running now after I have overwatered and underwatered and it made a real mockery of things. My first run with the auto flowers here inside, I was chasing tail quite a bit. And so I bought into the auto pot system. And um, that's what I will be using to hydrate and feed the plants as two separate auto pot systems. And then within those systems, and this is what I'm getting to, you guys are getting sneak peek of the full layout of what's going on. So I have this little, you have to go to my Instagram page and see previous posts. I show pictures of my, I call it my indoor mini grow room where I have a couple AC infinity tents. And then I have two separate areas I call the cubby and the shower area. And they're basically, um, as you look at it, I have one tent, uh, one two by four tent here that will be growing the Michael Fang genetics and with the crystals and the living soil. And in fact, this will be first time Michael, um, I guess I could let them know. Well, hope Michael doesn't get mad. Michael grows in a certain soil that is real quiet. I don't know if I have permission to make mention. And plus, I don't know if I want to plug that other company that is in competition with the Detroit Nutrient Company. But there is another legendary living soil that a lot of people know. Um, and um, anyhow, so the Michael Fang utilizes that with his super special secret uh, crystal recipes and ways of the Michael and um, does his thing that we know brings out some world-class genetics like, um, you know, that stand up with a lot of the great growers in the world. And Michael happens to be one of them and he's got a way of doing it. And I really like his style and I'm just lucky he, that, boy, I'm really rambling on. Yeah, so the dream, I gotta go back to the dreaming of cannabis, invited me to the party. I met the Michael Fang and yes, so Michael now came onto the show. He brought me his cultivars to take some pictures because I'm trying to get into, you know, more cannabis photography, um, you know, and utilize my cousin's um, equipment and he's kind of teaching me some things. But anyhow, so I do some pictures for Michael and when I get him on the show, and he started to tell me about the genetics. And so we kind of bond and we make nice, nice. And um, and I tell him that I'm sponsored by the AC Infinity and I have to do a seed to harvest grow. And um, I asked him, would you like to be involved? I mean, if you wanted to do collaboration, I have this cool studio and um, you could come out and teach your cousin Nikolai, what's up? And um, so he said, yes. So that's one of the guys, but I'm, and so we will be doing that for the first time. Michael will be growing in the Detroit Nutrient Company's Great Lakes water only, but I will have special privy access to all this crystal talk that you make mention of. That's right. And then I also, um, so I'm also sponsored by the Growers Tested Formula and the Cutting Edge Solutions, and that will be running in the other system, running some nutrients so I can see and learn about that because I'm trying to, of course, learn myself. And I know you organic growers, especially our cannabis cousin, Dave Morgan of Ganja Farms. I know he's pulling on his, he's got a beard on him. And um, he's shaking his head, scoffing at your cousin Nikolai, but trust your cousin Nikolai, we are friends. I understand what he is doing and I am in agreement, but I must learn to grow like pros. But I will make mention of this 
uh, cousin Dave and all you people that are against the nutrients, you know, that are full organics, right? And you leaving beneficials and microbials and whatnot, um, is that um, the new the cutting edge solutions is a non sodium based uh, nutrient, so that is using um, no sodiums to uh, push the molecule, molecule, molecules through the plant, as they say. So it's not damaging as um, the season growers know, these salts and the sodiums really kill anything um, beneficial in, the, um, in your medium, right? Is that not right? I think I'm talking for maybe I should stop now before I say something, get negative post. I will leave it till when Mr. Fang comes on and schools me, but the good guy, Gordy Johncock, I have to give her a presentation and you should know about him too, Eagle. If you don't, you know, check out Growers Grown. It's Gordy Johncock. He's the brand ambassador and rep um, for cutting edge solutions and the growers tested formula. But much more than that, he is true OG caregiver and he spent many, many uh, years out there uh, in the county of Humboldt uh, coming out the ranks. And then he's a longtime Michigan resident. And now he's back here spreading the truth about the healing plant. And I have to give him a shout out because he take a liking to your cousin, Nikolai. And it's because of him and Tommy and Michael and you now, Eagle, and the Berg 313 and the Rick Ansys that just in the last three months have like, I guess how you say, level me up in this world of Instagram uh, and cannabis community, but it brings validity and um, gives me more reassurance that I'm on the right path to success in what I'm trying to do. And quite honestly, I really want to uh, get my podcast going on the Cannabis Evangelist Network that will basically be my cousin's production network through his content company. And I will ride coattails like that. But I feel as though the more I get involved with people like yourself and Michael Fang and the Rick Anstis, and um, that, that I, I can maybe go out and showcase these things and bring information that people haven't heard or just different you know what i'm trying to do something interesting um but uh yeah so i i'm so so let me round it up so yeah michael's bestowed upon me a pseudo apprenticeship he will be coming on and we plan we spoke today and we plan on doing this i would like to get it going here right after the fourth of july or I would, you know, I'd like to say first of July and start it then, but it will not be like some documentation where it's every week to see that we will give you, you know, we will get together hopefully once a week or at least once every two weeks, but we will do some content. We will probably sit down here at the table. I will probably mess around with the plants, little, you know, action cam, little shaky cam type, like uh, right there. Maybe it's a live stream. I don't know. Maybe and we, we talk about the growing and what we're doing. And then maybe when we get into the thick of it, um, this is what we were thinking about is giving really good, valuable content. Like you would talk about the crystals and I'm sure people have lots of questions for the Fang. I do because I've been reading up and studying more about him. Um, 
And so, yeah, we will try to do that in some sort of structured format that is beneficial for not only the newbies like your cousin Nikolai, but for your seasoned veterans that know of uh, Michael Fang's background and the genetics that he's playing with. And of course, of course he has um, the Seed Bank International, which um, is uh, housing a lot of different uh, breeders, as I'm coming to understand Michael is bringing me up to speed, so to speak. And perhaps, perhaps there will be some sort of exclusive seed drop in correlation with this grow. Just maybe. Shh, don't tell. Secret. But anyhow, stay tuned for more. But that's what's going on. But yeah, apart from that, I will be simultaneously probably growing some autoflowers, maybe in the, I call it the cubby in the shower. It's not a tent area, it's the open area. So it is pretty dark in there. I was just checking the other night. Um, there is no, it, they could, I could have some photo periods in there, but I, I kind of like this autoflower thing. In fact, I just finished growing them and I, <laughs> you guys will like this. I'll be honest with you. I, I do newbie things. So yeah, autoflowers have a certain amount of time, right? Right. Like they, they flower at a certain time and then they're done. Right. Well, all, all cannabis plants at some point are done. They start to hit a point of no return and they die off. Right. Well, I, I guess I kind of forgot that I was supposed to be like, I mean, I kept track of everything. So when good guy Gordy Johncock reached out because I was wondering why my plants were yellowing and I started to chase nutrients and I was really all over the place because I was growing cocoa on one side with nutrients and then Detroit Nutrient Company, Living Soil all by itself. Same seed, same plant, same autoflower, right? From the Hashistan Farms, it was an Afghan Afghan land race, I believe, mixed with an orange sherbet. I believe that was it. It's an autoflower, but so I try technique. I do a topping, right, on one of them to get the canopy all level, right? And then I let the other one grow like Christmas tree because I just want to see what the difference. Am I talking too much? Just kidding. Anyhow, <laughs> um, so yeah, I do the Christmas tree style and then I quickly realized because then halfway through I buy a par meter because I'm trying to be all techie. So you, you guys don't laugh at me being a newbie grower and like try to make fun of me in the comments because I'm not very sensitive like that. I don't know if I can take it. Um, and um, anyhow, so trying to be like all technical and I, excuse me, I uh, tried to measure the par meter. So I get the, oh, it's really cool. You guys should check it out. Um, it's the, um, oh gosh, man, I, I have the thing right there. It's a spot on meter. Yes. It's the spot on meter by InnoQuest. That's right. You could go to my Instagram page and go to the bio and I have a Koji link bio with all my affiliate links for these products that I am playing around with. And that happens to be one of them. It'd be great if somebody went there and actually bought something for once. I would like to see one of these affiliate codes actually work. I believe I have sold one of my cousin Nikolai mugs, vintage mugs. In fact, you guys, if you're listening, this will be like, this is like limited edition. This is pre-puberty cousin Nikolai before this most excellent beard. And I'm going to change the logo. Show him the sticker, cousin. Show him up the sticker. What's current logo Stinker. is on my thing, 
right there. Don't stick that, cousin. That's, I'll give you another one to stick somewhere. You keep that. That might be worth something. I know the first original one I should turn into NFT, make like little limited edition and make everybody want to like chase after it. I don't know. Me and Michael Fain were talking about NFTs today. Do you know that he sold an NFT seed pack with his for like two point something ETH at its highest? Like almost, I don't know, 11000 $17,000. And I thought, it's wow, crazy. It's crazy. But you know, I watched that. Who's that? Two chains? Somebody? They go around some show. I saw my other cousin down in Detroit. He smoked me down with one of these blunts. I couldn't get off the couch. And they, I watched TV for way too long. I hardly ever watch TV because I feel like it's a waste of time. I need to be creating something. But we watch it. It's like some, this, um, He's, I believe he's a rapper. I don't basketball player. I don't know. They call him two chains or something. He goes around and they just basically give this guy the most expensive type cannabis. And he was smoking like gold wrap leaf canagars. And then so I, it's like stuff that was like $30,000 or like opening up boxes. And it's obviously, obviously branding and marketing to an upper echelon. But geez, if Louis Vuitton and Gucci can do all that, why, why couldn't somebody like Michael Fang, uh, create something, especially if uh, these are genetics that are, you know, come from some history and legendary genetics. I believe that people like Michael are doing um, good for the plant and it's certain, you know, like to the legacy of something. And especially as he's educating people along the way um, and, uh, Anyhow, I don't know too much to talk about it because Michael tells me there's a lot of haters out there and blah, 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 this and that. To each is their own. I judge each man and woman for face value with my personal experience with them. And usually when it revolves around cannabis, there's usually not too much problem. The things that problem people have usually result from the beginning of an ego that now takes them down a path of not just allowing people to do what they want, right? And uh, make the best life that they can. And then we need to build up people and encourage them. And especially in this cannabis industry, yes, there are players out there. And I think it's the people that you know, I know, and I, and I have to, and I'll bring up, I'd be the first one to be against the people that um, are profiting off the plant that have not even smoked it ever, right? to me is like, um, well, you're a capitalist. I understand that. That's fine. Um, but I don't want to shop at your store. I don't want to hang out with you. In fact, most of the people that I gravitate to, you don't have to smoke. But typically, the people that I um, are people that are cannabis users. You know, I don't even need to know about it, right? But you just like these people and then come to find out later, oh, you do like cannabis. Well, no wonder I liked you. You're of like mind, right? And you're just like feelings. So let's talk about the feelings and, and vibrations, right? So I will go and I'll segue, <laughs> spin you right back into the crystals. And, and, and I'll touch on that because everything is frequencies, is it not? And, our, and, and I, will, I will make mention of the great Nikola Tesla. Are you familiar with Nikola Tesla? Yes, he's he's Serbian cousin. It's true. Serbian cousin that grew up in Croatia. And um, anyhow, you know, he was the inventor to it all. Everything that we have here. It was the other ones that were trying to just like they do with this plant. 
you know, suppress him and his, his wonderful inventions and discoveries that brought us modern day Wi-Fi, the radio. The man that was Italian that discovered the radio, he couldn't figure it out. He went to Tesla, went to Tesla in New York. So I am having trouble. And Tesla was, Tesla was like Elon Musk of Tesla. He, you know, Tesla, the modern day Tesla car company is open source. All that stuff is open source. If you can make a better car, start there, make your electric car. He said, I just watched a motivational talk and he's like, I hope someone does put my company out of business. That means that we're progressing and it's better for humanity, right? So, oh, I get off topic. Sorry, I didn't mean to lecture so much. I guess that you get to hear my opinion. Good thing I'm not drunk, right? <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, so anyhow, oh, frequency. Oh, thank God I didn't smoke the day slider yet. I'm still smoking on, and I have to say, a big shout out to Leaf Cycle. If you're watching, cousin, yes, I'm smoking on the Leaf Cycle. He is another cannabis grower, organic uh, caregiver, my cousins, and he's on the gram too, Leaf Cycle. And he's, I have to give shout out because he's another one eagle that believed in your cousin Nikolai and actually reached out to me on the gram and came over to the house and he's been motivating me to keep pushing forward uh, and in my endeavors here. And in fact, he was over just the other day. And he, as you know, what you're trying to do, I'm sure early in the beginning, I see you have hundreds of, how, how long have you been at this cousin eagle? Um, a very long time. How many years? Very long that? time. Like, what's that mean? Well, for this in, in, this in particular project, I'm in three in, in year three. But before this, I helped start another Michigan-based kind of show as well. And then before that, I was actually a representative for uh, TGA. Uh, sold seeds for a very long time. I was a tester for sub and a personal friend with him for a very long time. Actually, I see somebody here in chat that I haven't seen around in a while that uh, was super cool that met me back when, you know, things started, uh, you know, we could actually, the medical scene took off and uh, I met this person there at one of the dispensaries and was a blood tender. And was greatly impressed that uh, they knew they knew what the fuck they were talking about. They were she was talking about CBDs and fucking she knew she knew. And I gave her praise then. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's such a relief. Somebody's actually talking about this plant as a medicine. And you know what I mean? It's kind of cool that happened to see you know this all kind of a little bit full circle but man they, yeah i've been i've been doing this for a very long time i'm super passionate about the uh the plan itself you know you know i've lost a lot of people from you know pharmaceutical medicines outside this plant's been here for me forever you know what I mean? I, I started smoking at an early age. My dad fucking sold a lot of weed. Well, when I was on my own, I hustled. <laughs> I've always hustled the planet in one way or another. And it was very gratifying, you know, to become a caregiver and start to know that I was making a difference and meeting great people. You know what I mean? To finally hang my head up high. You know what I mean? And how often as, as you know, cannabis consumers, 
growers, people that just flipped a few bags just so they could get there free. You know what I mean? We viewed it as drug dealers or whatever. It's been awful nice to see this come around and be able to hold our held high. You know what I mean? Just because we didn't drink and we chose this path. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We're, we're finally starting to be able to be vindicated. You know what I mean? It didn't fuck us up in school. It didn't take us down the wrong path. It's made us nothing but great people. The, the commercials that sit around and, you know, become couch lock. Every person, every fucking person I know in cannabis is a hustler. Four to six hours sleep, doing it because they love it, passionate about this shit. You know what I mean? There's the stereotypical bullshit behind what we've been pushed all these years is sad. And I, you know, again, I got a lot of respect for you and anybody else that out here trying to, you know, spotlight the real reason why we do this. There's two people, the person you were talking about earlier that does it just for the moment, that's industry. That's the cannabis industry. Me, you, the caregivers out here that are doing this because we love it and we know it's a medicine and it's a fucking powerful thing. Not just, you know, again, how many great people have we met? through the cannabis plant, much less, you know, the medicine, the impact we see it have that way. But, you know, I, I'm very proud there's so many people doing this and showing these stories because it's a fucking amazing plant. And we have to, we have to, we have to make people realize there's more to it because the recreational cannabis comes rolling through. It's going to take away a lot of our rights as growers, caregivers. And, you know, that's why I love these festivals. You know, these festivals support the people that are the real true heart of the what's going on in cannabis. You know, the fucking the, the storefronts in a lot of cannabis in places, yeah, they're helping people out, patients out, but the people that are really got the passion and give you the quality cannabis are at these fucking festivals. <laughs> they're at these fucking festivals, man. You know, flat out, you know, so. I don't know. I have a lot of respect for anybody that grows the plant one way or another, but I've got a lot of respect for the caregivers that even though times are tough and we're trying to be pushed out, like you were saying, a lot of us, I, I got all none but respect that all the caregivers that are up there now and doing it and doing it because they love it. That's the dream we all had. Congrats, you fucking made it. You know what I mean? I got no hate for that. You know what I mean? I'm very proud to support you. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah, it's it's a great thing. It's a great plant. It's a great community. So, yeah. Pleasure to meet you, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> pleasure to meet you, cousin Nikolai. Thank you, cousin. <laughs> Likewise. It's my pleasure. And it, no, you bring up great points. Um, and we're at just the beginning of it all. I mean, uh, we're we're at the just the beginning, you know. It's um, it, we have so far to go still, right? Um, the breaking the stigma of um, it's terrible, you know, what it can do for the children with epilepsy. And oops, that's a mistake. Yeah. Oh, that's what the keyboard does. Oh, look at that space bar. <laughs> There's the wrinkly green screen. That's right. Anyhow, good thing cousin's not here. Anyhow, so yet it's um, we have a long way to go, and and yeah, what you're doing. So I I asked you, I was asking like, how many episodes 
do you have on your podcast here? Because I was like 663.5. I, I was like confused by the numbering. How many podcasts do you Wait, have? You do this every well, night. Well, see, there's thousands now. I, you know, when I, when I, when I set out to do this in the beginning, it was like question mark, you know, tuck and roll every night. And somebody asked me, how are you going to plan to do this? I was like, every night. And they're like, every night. And I was like, every night. And so I went two solid years of doing it every night, 1130 to 420 every night, third year kind of started, you know, life happens, had to, you know, take a few off, days off here and there. But the point fives are the Wiener worlds. So the Wiener worlds. Okay. No, go ahead. If you can no, no, no. Uh, Michael Fang, Michael Fang told me a little bit about the Wiener and the subcool, right? Sub is it subcool? Yeah. Yeah. So you subcool please, the original Wiener. Yeah, right. That original. And he told me a little bit about that and just how it was quite popular at the beginning, right? And now now we have just oversaturation of the market. And one of my cannabis cousins, Leaf Cycle, called them. I thought it was funny, called them pollen chuckers. And I thought that was funny there. And then I see this meme the other, the other day. And it's like, um, it was like before and after, and it was like a surf break. And it was like, uh, the seed game. I don't know back when it was all brand new and then like the seed game now. And it was like a, a wave and they call it the lineup where you like line up to try to drop in on your wave. And then, you know, when it's really busy, all the kooks are out. And um, so everybody's fighting for position. And so that's what it looks like now in the seat. Sorry, I ramble again. But yeah, it's quite saturated that Michael was telling me a little bit about the subcool. So let me take, let you take you back to that about the weed nerd nation and the subcool. And then please elaborate more about the Mendo dope boys and how they sing about the weed nerd nation. Go ahead. Oh man. So the Wieners are a tight-knit bunch, for sure. You are welcome, and now formally, officially, you know, welcome to be a Wiener. Probably already are by the sounds of it, to be honest with you. But so Subcool obviously started TGA or Help Start, which was a group of breeders putting seeds out there. And... He started putting out videos along the way about, you know, the strains he was growing and everything else. And I thought what I myself and everything else I'm hired about sub was uh, he was growing the shit. So basically, you know, not only was, you know, the strains reputable and shit, but he was doing these these podcasts like but back then they weren't live they were uploaded and people fucking really really digged it you know what i mean first time i seen it it was him trying to teach super soil and him just you know teaching the dank it started out to be the original ones were just like a radio show him kind of just sitting there talking cannabis news with a little bit of music playing and things started to build and steamroll. And then, you know, things were able to where we could go live or he would go live. And, you know, as you probably can relate to, you know, as I alluded to, cannabis at one point 
has turned us one if we're catered admitted or not we're cannabis methods you know what i mean either in life or in cannabis we're misfit in the weed nerd world you know what i mean and in this case what sub did was open a porthole for us you know what i mean there's so many of us that here all night long in the gardens doing their thing and introverted not being able to talk to anybody there's 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 quite the time where you couldn't tell people you were doing this you didn't show your faces we're back we're in the forums back then you know if you showed a face or a picture where you were lucky scared to death and if you did your face was covered face you know completely hat sunglasses you can find it in me motherfucker and then you know what i mean and so a lot of us wanted to reach out and talk to fucking people it's human nature to want to talk to people but we're forced into our grow rooms and fucking forced to be introverts either because we use a plant we're growing plant whatever and sub opened up this porthole to where we had already had a common bond we liked the dude <laughs> we liked the genetics and through that uh we made friends a lot of fucking cool people come hang out and i kind of uh relate sub to being like the hunter Tom, the hunter s thompson of cannabis that fucker come on at any time we come running day night whatever loved hanging out with the dude but moreover it gave us a poor hold to our friends you know what i mean and it was an amazing thing and it seemed to grow and grow and grow as we became deeper and deeper friends and we came you know to love sub the character and as i grew to know him behind the scenes as a friend awesome dude two different people you know what i mean on air off there two different people off air was just an incredible person as the persona you've seen on air just flip-flop bipolar almost you know what i mean same energy little bipolar but um so we things happen you know life happened their divorce kind of split the weed nerds a little bit but still stood strong fire you know him facing diversity a little bit losing everything he had and rebuilding with super cool to watch be a part of and then you know we lost him you know almost two years ago now we're working on three and man that for me was brushing brushing sitting into a room even now it's somewhat tore down now because life <laughs> making that move you know whatever tearing it down sitting in this room is after he died man was i almost hung it up man i'd been a seed tester for him for a long time and just to be surrounded by you know not that poor hole not being there anymore the fucking poor hole wasn't there anymore for a lot of us <laughs> you know what i mean it was fucking done everything was done and uh it was super tough to deal with and then um or happen chance one road left to another one show you know ended one you know i ended one thing and 
and it ended up being this and the weed nerds followed followed here and them were some of my undoubtedly some of my first polls where people in the weed nerd would not like the people that i had was blessed to be able to meet through sub sub opened up a shitload of doors for me you know we talk about you know seeds and you know throwing out them the whole seed endeavor there and i agree with you about the pollen suckers we can go on another set so we can go on about that but um that was an awesome experience for me you know like i said the canvas had taken me down so many roads prior to this growing being a caregiver was super you know like i said meeting those the patients you know what i mean it was super incredible but when i had the opportunity to be bigger part of subs team and be a michigan representative and throw just a lot of love subs love everywhere it was cool i was be able to meet these people that were in super need you know what i mean that we talked about earlier that really needed the medicine want to start making their own clean medicine you know strain dependent on stuff they found that worked for them and just the ability of just be able to walk up and give people seeds wow you know what i mean you ever give somebody cannabis free of charge or seeds to look on your face it's better than you you get more gratitude out of that than you could hand them a hundred dollar bill, a hundred dollar bill. They'd go, uh, that's cool. Thank you. But man, them seeds, you know, are going to go a long ways. You know what I mean? They're, there's going to be gratitude for a long time for that. And, you know, so some gave me opened up a lot of things and, you know, thank, thank goodness for the weed nerds follow along and helping me through this journey you know they're, they're the ones that make this thing strong so the weed nerd worlds are the point fives so you know basically uh in between these episodes they only are they're only open to the past guests so you have to be a guest to be invited into the weed nerd world and so yeah, so now the Weed Nerd Worlds are Monday nights, a guaranteed Weed Nerd World, 2 a.m. And the other ones are fillers. You know what I mean? I told you, you know, 11.30 to 4.20. So if the guest falls short, you know, at any point, I'm grateful for anything. Just get the ball started. You know, if it's 10 minutes, half hour, whatever. So whenever the guest is through, if they don't take me the full distance, then I'll take a little break and open up the Weed Nerd World and let the community kind of finish off the night and hang out and so you know it's it's a strong thing people check in nightly from you know australia germany uk canada all across the united states you know there's weed nerds that are everywhere that are passionate about what they do and why they do it and you know it's it's an awesome thing and it's i'm only I hope I'm only living up to what someone do and he what his vision was when he started the the whole weed nerd world. But I'm grateful for sure to be a part of it in the beginning, and I'm super grateful to be a part of it now. So that's that's kind of so you put them all together. There could be a point five in between any of those episodes. So 665 tonight. That put you know that could that could double, 
<laughs> as far as episodes go on my channel, as far as just kind of this sort of thing. And then there's shows before them, how to's and hash making and stuff that predates a lot of this. Everyone goes back, you know, little ways, but this has been the main project for a long time. And, you know, this is currently where my heart's at. <laughs> you know, as we talk about, as we step up, man, we see Michigan try to squeeze us out in our dreams of helping people every day, man. It gets harder and harder to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, I'm just hoping that, you know, as it gets harder for me to keep doing what I'm doing, that I can still stay viable <laughs> to the cannabis community in this aspect uh, until I can figure out my next phase of my cannabis dream, to be honest. Well, I'm glad I asked. Um, that was a bit of a history lesson, my friend. I'm i had no idea and when you speak of the subcool it's obvious the emotions that you hold in uh, for this man and legend of the cannabis community and a pioneer it sounds like like so many others that we don't know about and many of the ones we do um like jack and I only make mention of that because that's one of the more prominent names, you know, from his book. And but what what you say? So Subcool was from California, was he? Uh, he started in uh, Georgia. Georgia's his origination, but had been all over in his growing journey from Amsterdam to Canada to Wisconsin, spent some time in Oregon, lived in California for quite some time. And then after uh, the fire took out his house while he was in Cali, burned a good his gardens, most of the parents he had, and then uh, pretty much fire chased him to Arizona. And uh, Arizona is unfortunately where he hung his hat. Uh, that's why I'm saying. In Arizona, just recently became legal medically or recreationally. Oh, I, I know for sure that it was a medical thing. Why he was there because he was pulling patient cards. You gotcha. know, another fun journey of his was he bought a house with an indoor swimming pool. And he had uh, alpha one, which is a, a breathing disease. And uh, it was tough for him. He found problems with all the, the moisture, the humidity in the air. So he drained the pool and fucking grew weed in it. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Yeah. Now, it, Michael uh, spoke of him today because I, um, after we had our conversation about the upcoming ventures um i asked him about you and being on the show i asked him for more background i said i didn't have time to do my homework um you know like who like you know um i wanted to be respectful to you you know obviously i saw how your your followers and how many episodes you've been doing and so yeah, so I wanted to know who I was dealing with to, uh, you know, to prepare myself as much as possible. Um, like I made my chicken scratch notes a couple of days ago. Um, 
but I wanted to pay some respect to you, my friend, what you're doing here every day for three years or, you know, every day for the year or two, every day. I mean, that's quite the commitment. And you, you know, you do something that long, whether it's four followers or 400 followers or more, you've now, you know, made a commitment to your, your, your follower base, right? Like you, you are, you know, feeling the emotions of what you were, you know, a part of with these sub cool. And, and back then it was forums, right? I you know, like you guys, you know, the forum community, the underground, you know, I miss all that. I can't speak on that. I was not one of them. I was getting it from you guys, no doubt. Thank you but I was not willing to risk, you know, with family, children. It's not, not for me to play, play nefariously like that, especially in old country and that. And here options are limited with problems like that. But anyhow, it's, it's, so I appreciate the fact that your caregivers did that, but I appreciate you more for a building a community, a platform here. Um, and I must say, because I'm, you see, there's lots of equipment here that my cousin has acquired, um, but you still have to operate it. You still have to do it, commit to it, and be disciplined to do it. And that was part of the reason the podcast is not up uh, since the COVID of coming here and the lockdowns and building this all is because it is a commitment. And unless you're willing to do it consistently, um, the for something like this, what you're doing, you you have to commit to it. And you have to do it at least what one season, right? 12, 12 episodes or more. But for what you're doing, you're giving a platform for people to come on to talk about what their interests are uh, happenings in the cannabis uh, in the industry or with the plant um, or just everything. It's, it's a wonderful uh, platform and um, opportunity for someone like me that's new to the scene, didn't know you really. I mean, I, now I recognize you from Mendo and the Mint and I, did, I knew you were plugged into the cool kids because you were hanging out with them and, um, you know, the Bergs and those guys, right? So, you know, and I was quite shy. I don't know. It's, I got this beard and, you know, and anyhow, running around doing my thing. People don't know me yet, so I don't know. Anyhow, but what you're doing, I, I'm admire. I admire and I envy you. And I give you, I give you. I give you big applause, cousin. Um, that's well, this has been a good meeting, my friend. You know, again, man, I, I, I look forward to supporting your, your efforts and, you know. You know, my my vision to what I'm doing here is most definitely way bigger than I let on. Because sometimes, uh, as you become a creator, you become very tight lipped of some of the projects you're working on. Because <laughs> it always sucks to see somebody beat you to that finish line. <laughs> so, uh, but I do have a lot of projects in mind, and uh, hopefully, can uh, we can work together on some of them here in the future. Uh, because, like I said, uh, the cannabis journey, this is much bigger, much bigger than I have let on. Some of, some of them that just followed along in the three years, they know what the aim is, but uh, it's something much bigger than this. And it's going to take 
much more people than me to make the dream come to you. And hopefully you can follow along and be a part of it as well in some aspects in the future. Because I, like I said, I, you know, I really want to do this to spotlight and help other people out, man. There's no, uh, monstrosity or hate for people that step over me you know what i mean i'm very much appreciative of the open sourceness that is going on these days you know what i mean there's always going to be somebody jumping over or whatever you know what i mean and you just got to respect what they're doing and the angles that they take and all that good stuff so you know uh but yeah I, i'm extended i'll branch my brain <laughs> I, 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 I will grab onto it, cousin, um, and, um, and, and, and hold on tight. Um, because I know what you're alluding to. There's plenty of people trying to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing your thing, and nobody's going to do what you do. You're you, and what you're doing there is is you. And then where you take it from now and evolve it to or elevate it to will be you too and 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 we will all follow you there as well um and what i'm doing is me and what i'm doing is different than you it's different so you could have the same guest and i could have the same guest i would love to have the mendo boys on i'm going i'm going to be different i'm going to be me maybe we talk about something maybe i ramble on and bring up something completely that you wouldn't right so it's just different and and if anything we should be building each other up especially as fledgling creators here speaking of myself cousin um and and help build that up um and, and each other's brands and and in the end is pass it along it's like puff puff pass is it not right so like like yeah if there's ways we can help or if there's content or anything yeah absolutely i don't know you know i hope you have big plans cousin because i do too and um and that's who i want to be aligned with like the michael fangs and there's some other people the leaf cycle yeah, I believe the more ganja five, I like what these people, I believe in their causes and I like to align with doers and you're doing it. And so even if someone comes along like me and tries to do it, he's doing it, but good luck doing it. You got to do it three years. That's something I'm scared. I'm scared of commitment now. Anyhow, uh, but yeah, so props to you for the longevity that you have here. And yes, we should all thank you um, for giving another platform. And it looks like you have filled a bit of a space or void of the subcool. Big shout out to the cousin subcool. If you're looking down upon us, cousin, your cousin Nikolai pays big, big homage and respect to you and is happy has heard the story of you today. I did not know of you, my friend. And I, I talked to you because, and I will go back to this and maybe we'll wrap the show up here because my tummy is getting quite hungry and I must try to attempt some content before going to sleep. So, but I wanted to go back to the universal frequencies and uh, the harmonies of the world. And that will take us right back to the Nikola Tesla, right? And you speak of the crystals. And I believe that the, the powers that the crystals have being whatever mineral base or, 
you know, hardnesses or just the type of uh, chemical structure, you know, in the periodical tables, whatever those particular elements are in that probably pick up different vibrational frequencies, right? Just like opera singer can sing and hit frequencies that will shatter a glass. These are harmonic frequencies, are they not? But so I believe that these frequencies may be uh, instilled, uh, how do you say, or just in my, I'm just, you know, speaking just hypothetical, I don't know, ethereal, I just, I'm just, I'm just contemplating and my ops in my opinion or my the way i view it is like you know the energy is in these crystals and depending on what type of crystals they resonate at different frequencies and they give off different frequencies of energy as as you know that everything begins with a thought right it begins with a thought right and that that thought is very powerful right the idea of something whether you're building something a bridge like take these modern day marvels that man has built and skyscraper like how did somebody even contemplate and then how did they actually engineer it right and the bolts and the different jigsaw puzzles it's hard enough to build legos and but it, these are thoughts and ideas and then actions upon that right it's energy that thought is a chemical or electrical, whatever, the impulses of the body, the brain, that's energy. There's energy. We can agree upon that, right? And then so the different frequencies. So us as human beings are operating at different frequencies as well. Different vibe, as you say, different vibrational levels. Your cousin Nikolai has a bit of the high anxiety. I am operating at optimal free. I don't know about optimal. Poor choice of words. I am operating at high frequencies, very high, high string, high strong, like individual. It takes cannabis to help bring me down in frequencies. So therefore, as you know, what you put into your body, it, you, you know, you, you either uh, take care of it, nourish it, or you pollute it. Same with cannabis. You grow the cannabis, poor conditions, you get poor plant. Yeah, as, you, as many may know, the cannabis is quite good at... Um, um, cleaning the soil, taking the decontaminating, right? It takes everything out of it. So it's important that you have a good environment for your cannabis, not only at the root level, but the, the outdoor environment, right? So, and then, so I believe putting crystals and I believe music, I believe the wind and the sound of the wind is a frequency. It makes you feel a certain day. The rain, the sound of the rain makes you feel a certain way. These are all vibrational frequencies. So yes, I believe there's truth to the crystals. I do believe there is truth to a lot of these things that the metaphysics speak to and, and the philosophers. And, and there's a lot of lost education amongst us, right? Over the time, there's a lot of things that people are discovering these days and enlightening their minds. So I will leave us with that expansive thought. But yes, hopefully I, tonight, go ahead, jump in. I was going to say, I can dig it. We're more alike than you know. Because I'm 
poking a lot of the frequency as well. I hope you come. I hope you join in the weed nerd world uh, quite often, a little bit more. You're more than welcome. I guess since you got to go, I guess this is where I take over a little well, bit you don't have here. To cut me off, so yeah, yeah, go ahead. But I, I'm just saying, yeah, tell me more about the weed. So that means real quick, the weed nerd means I get to come back on and be a point five. So then I'd be truly weed nerd nation or whatever, right? Yeah, yes, yes, sir. So basically, the Zoom link that I sent you this evening is always good. Always good. Anytime you see a Wiener world, you don't need an invitation. It's pop on, come on, talk about what we're talking about, change the subject, just hang out and smoke. We don't give a shit. We're weed nerds. Sometimes we're talking about cannabis, cannabis techniques. We might be showing our gardens off. We might be talking mushrooms. We be, might be talking conspiracy on mushrooms. Hell, you don't know what you're going to get into when you click that link. <laughs> but I can guarantee you this. It will be fun. So anytime that you do see a weed nerd world in the title, you're bored, you're up. Click that link. Come have some fun with us. You know, bring some new topics, some perspectives. We don't. We don't care. Agree with us. Don't agree with us. That's the beauty of this. And I, we love about the perspectives. We should be able to have our own perspective outlook. Smoke this. Let you know what I mean. We just like any other slash and take it in. And go. Yeah, you're crazy. Put that doob out. Go home. Come back and start over. You know what I mean? Because right. it's all in fun, you know, and we, we should respect each other. So anytime you see a weed nerd world in, you're more than welcome, and we would love to have you. Click that link. And the other thing I'd like to get from you before I go, you asked me earlier, uh, do I record this? This is the part that I record. So at this point, uh, what I'm looking for is the old uh, radio shout out or the sound bite. Basically, you remember on the old 70s, hey, this is I, this is whoever and I'm on K-Rock. You know, that's what I'm looking for. My version of what I'm looking for from you, my friend, is, hey, this is Eagle. Not mine. Fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 665. You put whatever you want before, after that, come check me out, whatever. I don't care as long as that's in your uh, soundbite. At some point, I will use this for an episode. I like to drag them back. It's, so it's a reminder. You know what I mean? When I air them, they're like, oh, yeah, that guy. I got to go check out that episode. So that's what I'm looking for here is basically an old school shout out commercial slash commercial. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm I, I'm up to task. Um, so just so I'm clear, it's it's so the proper show name would be talking shit with the eagle. Or say it for me. Fucking talk. Don't please don't forget the fucking part yeah, about right. it. Fucking sorry. <laughs> fucking talking shit. Right. It's a fucking talking shit with with what again. With eagle, yeah. With, with eagle, okay. Talking, talking and, shit. and you're, yeah. and so you also on the gram, you're. What's the grow part? Tell me, like eagle growing. You have the something called eagle. Eagle growing? Gardens one is. That's yeah, eagle you can find me one. in a. Okay. Yeah, Eagle Gardens one is my grow part of the, you know, okay. personal grow and somewhat. It's a, you can. I think that goes back like five years. It's been the bitch about forums and shit like that, man. You put so much time and love into them. And back then, man, they would get shot down like, you know, whack-a-moles. You'd meet some friends, then they'd be suddenly gone. You know what I mean? Forum gone. Really? You what know? were some of the names of the Network forums? error. 
What were some of the names? Tons the of them. Spit Dang Den was Mass Roots, fucking uh, Overgrow. There's there's tons of them. So what would happen to them? The like they'd be popular and what? They'd just get taken down by the, the cyber police? Yeah, a few of them would get taken down by government. Some people would get, you know, uh, just worried. You know, a lot of it was just people like ourselves that, you know, started shit like this and had to cover server costs and shit on their own. And, you know, for one reason or another, decided to wrap it up and information lost, friends gone. So, yeah, yeah so many that's, reasons, that, right? That's right. Now you got me rambling. No, no, it's okay. It's <laughs> interesting. I asked. I asked. I, I wanted. And so, last thing I want to ask about, and and because I want to have some, is you when we were talking about subcool, you said TGA. What does that stand for? Who's that? Is that another the Green one? Avengers? Okay, so Green who are Avengers. They? What was that? Real quick. They were the, like the initial um, greeter group, the ones that uh, started TGA. Okay. They were. Uh, Dioxide, Miss Jill, Sonny Chiba. Okay, so, that's what. Yeah, Fang was talking about that earlier. Okay, so this was the. It, the you said it was Joel the green. Norsan. The green what? The green. The Green Avengers. That's it. Green Avengers. Avengers. Okay. And then you said something. Miss what? Who? Miss who? Miss Jill was a uh, sub's wife. Okay, and, that's uh, right. Okay, yeah. Half just, a TGA. To... She actually still owns the the name TGA. She's still in. She's still a breeder. She's still oh, up and she? running, and and still runs uh, some of the TGA stuff. When uh, the, they had the divorce, they kind of split up. Mm. You know what the menu, what was being put out. She still runs some of her creations and some of the other stuff they produced early on, but and so, putting forth her own stuff. Okay. So is it is it like um is it uh bad amongst the community to go buy her seeds because she had divorced from the love subcool? To is there a whole group of haters out there that if all of a sudden, like somebody, you know, like, oh, you shouldn't have did that because she did him wrong. At know? one point, at one point, yeah, that was almost fighting words, I sure. think, at I one point. But that. these days, you know, since the passing and, right. you know, that was one of the things that kind of was a bummer is, you know, after his passing, a lot of the I'm, the men's were made. You know what I mean? The the whole we nerd world came full circle. You know what I mean? There was a lot of mending in his passing that should have come prior. You know what I mean? Right. Life's very humbling. Shit you do when you're young is fucking can be stupid and whatnot. But in the end, in the passing, you realize, fuck, I can't we're say goodbye. People you know what I mean? time, my friend. We're all fragile souls. We really are. And uh, yeah, in the end, you take none of this shit with you but a memory. But anyhow, I'll get down to your shout out. So I am. So again, I am fucking. <laughs> I am ready. So. so I'm fucking. I will get ready to do it properly. I'm fuck, I'm just warming up. Wait. Okay. So you're going to record this and you'll take the best version, right? Yes, right? sir. Okay. So let me get warmed up here and make sure I'm doing the call out right. So this is fucking talking shit with the eagle, right? Yes. Okay. And I have seen some incredible people do five or six takes 
Danny yeah, Danko, I think, well, I, did like so, five in a row. No, that's fine. So, <laughs> so as I do, so what else do you want me to say? So you want me to say, so like, this is cousin Nikolai. I'm, I'm fucking here, fucking talking shit with the eagle. And then there was something else you wanted me to say, like, maybe you sure want to put your episode note, your episode number in there, 665. Well, okay. This may, and do, so I, would I say, welcome to the show or would i say tune into the show or had they already seen the show or you just watched the show or like this was the show like is this past tense you were on episode yeah it's definitely past text okay, so this, this is cousin cool. nikolai might... just got done doing you know the episode 665 fucking talking with you know something like that right yeah 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 all right Check it out, and then you, if you want, you can lead that right into. You can find me on Instagram, but you can put plugs in there. I don't care what the fuck you put in there, right? Okay. Before or after, as long as you put me in there somewhere, then you the episode. I'm cool. That's it. <laughs> no, I get it. All right, all right, all right, all right, guys. All right, all right, guys. Here we go. Get ready. Hold on. Can I? All right. So here we go. Let me give you. All right, guys, let me give you, uh, this is Cousin Nicolai, let me give you my intro song. You guys ready? This is my band. Ready? This is my band, Tracksuit Mafia, Polka Techno, Latest Greatest. Do you like? Of course you do. It's good. Hi, my name's Cousin Nicolai, your cannabis cousin. I just got done fucking talking shit with the Eagle on episode 665 where we talk some shit and get to know each other. All about the cannabis plant, my friends. That's right. You like music? It's my band. Tracksuit Mafia. Polka Techno. Latest Greatest. Anyhow, guys, I had real good time with our cannabis cousin, the Eagle, learning all about the greatest, latest, or latest greatest things here. And um, I want you to know to be sure to tune in to the next episodes because I'm sure our cannabis cousin is going to have the most excellent guest after your cousin Nikolai, of course. Anyhow, if you like what your cousin Nikolai is doing here on the Eagle, fucking talking shit with the Eagle, then please check me out on the gram where you can find me doing some things of my own. That's right, I'm cousin Nikolai, your cannabis cousin on the gram and on YouTube. Anyhow, as always, if you like what Cousin Nikolai is doing, please give big thumbs up. Leave comment below. Let me know you're out there. All right, guys. Bye for now. How was that? You like? Chat says best one yet. Thank you. <laughs> I, good. All right. I hope it was good. I hope you can cut that up because I like to sometimes stammer over myself and then correct it. And then I just do a hard cut. And I don't care if it jumps around, but that's up to you. It's your style of editing, but hopefully you'll get something good out of that, cousin. Oh, I'm sure I will. And thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to speak with you a little bit more in, in person at one of these events on here. Whenever, uh, hit me up friend. tomorrow. Feel cousin. free to hit me up. Yeah, hit me up tomorrow. Uh, Call me up on a private. I'll give you my phone number. Hit me up when you want to chat. We'll talk more. Um, maybe you have some ideas you want to share with me, and and we'll build upon that creatively. Whatever you want. Right on. But yeah, let's open up the dialogue off camera, as they say. Right on. Right on. I greatly appreciate that.
With that being said, hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Hopefully you guys will enjoy me here in a few in the We Nerd world. So we walk it down to the 420 mark. You guys know the deal. If not, if you're not going to tune into the We Nerd world, remember to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Thank you again, Cousin Nikolai. It was an awesome meet. Random acts of kindness and random pass of kindness. This has been a good meet. You have a good day, my friend.